Jesus man. Christ. Press record. Nigga seem a little. I mean, here, Mo. Such a long week. This week <laughs> seemed longer than seven days. It did. Hmm. Are we short seven days in a week? This felt like nine. It was a holiday weekend, too. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's what, what it was. was. Okay. And it was my birthday. That's, oh, what it that's why, that's why it felt like yeah, a really thank long you. week. It was, man. Thank you. Yeah. Let's get all that good golly shit out the way so yeah, we can get man. to the shits. Let's see where this is going, boys. This is when I made the decision to drop out of high school. This song, yeah, right song? here. <laughs> wow. Yes, this song. What specifically in the song? Nothing about this song <laughs> this said. This came out. Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Might have been a freshman. Nah, this was like nice. Yeah. He was a freshman. Yeah. I was right. Yeah. I, that's when I dropped out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I wasn't like the freshman year from high school. I think I was seventh, for eighth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Yeah, I was out of here. Nothing about this song says do homework. I was. Uh, <laughs> I was six. <laughs> Yo, can I just ask y'all real quick? What do y'all have a go-to song when it's time they like get in the shits, get to the shits? I was thinking about that. Like, I normally go to Old Kiss, X, Beans, yeah. Pac, MOP. Oh, somebody's gonna die if I play MOP. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's gonna die. MOP's not even fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And hold. Young verified. And old Hove. Yeah. When Hove is on, hey, let me just say I think Hove is the greatest of all time. That's number one. When I put Hove on, it's not good, man. <laughs> it's not good at all. News cameras never come. You and your man's hung in every verse in your rhyme. Oh, yeah, we're gonna talk a lot about where people are from this podcast. With the blue vans we come, we know the work and can and run. With the plans with the get funded, skate up the set to achieve. Oh, young people, y'all really missed this. <laughs> this was a moment. This was really a moment. Rory, you missed it too. I did. Oh, I did go back though. You got blueprint though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you got, no, blue, got you got the black album. Wait, when did Blueprint three. come out? Volume three was the first. Uh, no, I was in junior high. Wow. But Volume three was the first. J out my bad. Beef is inevitable. Boost is in the bundle. That's a good. That's a good place to start right here. Your word was everything, so everything you said you do. Can you talk about it if you ain't living? I was trying to get credit for it. Microphone check one two. What is this? This is the Joe Budden podcast, episode number one seventy seven. Am I correct, Savon? Correct. Episode one seventy seven. Welcome everybody. Shout out to the YouTube viewership. 
Uh, shout out to everybody listening from work. Uh, and shout out to my my good, good friends that I'm here with and have done this podcast for so, uh, such a long time. Maul is here. Parks is here. Rory is here. Erickson is here. Savon is here. Brandon is in the kitchen somewhere. And that <laughs> that is where we are. Do remember, starting next week, starting next week, Clue really should have never let Do Remember die. <laughs> like, what's wrong with Clue? <laughs> Do remember next week, starting next week, September 12th, I believe. This will be a Spotify exclusive. Also next week, we are dropping two podcasts. We drop Saturday morning starting next week. Let me get a round of applause for niggas. Man. That's t- all t- next week. Also next week, Monday, State of the Culture. On Revolt, digitally, Monday, 5 p.m., Tuesday, TV, call your fucking cable company, 10 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> there. Those are my plugs. Correct. Let's work. No, we got some more plugs. Come on, get to Ducey. How was DP? <laughs> there was no DP that, that had. Don't new Rory and Maul DP. No, Rory and Maul. Palooza was great on Friday, and then we did uh, the skate stage at Main America on Saturday, and it was very funny to watch a thousand high 17-year-old white kids jump up and down with Chris Styles. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely a new experience for all of us. It looked like a lot of fun. I was going until I checked everyone's Insta story and saw that, <laughs> and then I was like, I'm going to just stay home, man. <laughs> I'm going to just stay home. I, yeah, I made, a, I, made a, I made an interesting realization over this holiday weekend. Well, I made a few. But uh, like, I'm like the the WBLS type of fun now. <laughs> like, Wait, are you are you the grown and sexy crowd? WBLS. <laughs> like, where where's the new shadows? <laughs> There's no new shadows. Where do where are the forty year olds partying at? Because I shouldn't just be uh, subjected bingo. to partying with Rory and the other Ducey Palooza kids. No, there's it's plenty of bingo games uptown. <laughs> yeah, the gambling spot. That's, that's sometimes, the I, so, sometimes I just need like a bonding moment between my, my friends and myself and not just ridicule and harassment, like, it's, it's, like support. It's dinners. That's it. I'm not, dinners. Dinners. That's, that's, that's it. Definitely dinners. That's the turn up. What type of nigga you think I am? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what he, at, four, at 40, dinners. Let's go to dinner. Why would I leave my house to go to dinner? I don't, I don't understand it. a full, fully functioning kitchen and yeah. chef. Yeah. Still go to dinner to get out the house. Send Doobie one and act like she want to get out the house a little bit. Now, like Something to go, light. To go to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Give them all fucking... You mean your, your girlfriend in her 20s has been trying to go out? <laughs> right. Yeah. Can you believe it? After she was just pregnant for nine months. That's what I'm right. saying. Like, stay home. <laughs> like, stay home. <laughs> How dare you enjoy your mid-20s and do what you're supposed to do then. No, the gall. I'm, I'm, I'm joking, of course. I'm joking, of course. Uh... Rory came in on his young executive shit today. You know, chilling. Yeah, chilling, just chilling. Salad, regular degular, regular degular, regular. Talk about it, degular. I was, mm. It's just, it's just, a, it's a Tuesday. I didn't like your pick. What you mean? I didn't double tap it. You, <laughs> I, I didn't like him. Yeah, he he played, how you tell a nigga yeah, in his face? I didn't like him. What's wrong with this nigga? He thought <laughs> I was gonna like the him and Hove nah. and Elliot Wait, and B Dot and Cam. The fact you thought that when I posted it, you were on my mind is the hilarious part. About <laughs> no, no, I don't think that. I don't think that. I, I'm t- I don't want you. Wait, and Elliot. Let me post this I'm, so joking like it. I don't want to see you and Elliot take pictures again. <laughs> Why uh, is that? Y'all have hit the limit. Elliot, I'm telling you too. Two, two pictures? Yo, when you see my... It has my, been, it has been yo, quick. Yo, Elliot, Elliot, 
Elliot, Rory is 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 on this side now, man. <laughs> when when you see my nigga pull out the camera for a pick, remove yourself. <laughs> remove yourself out the vicinity of my nigga, my nigga. <laughs> my nigga, my nigga. I'm joking, of course. Shout out to Elliot. Uh, it looked like a good time. It yeah. was. It was a very good time. Made is interesting, man. I will say. Of course, you see 6 9 and all the views he gets and all the traction he gets, but I see that on Instagram oh, and YouTube. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Rory. When I got to watch an entire festival stampede to the front when that kid went on, it that, was the scariest thing in my life. That worked on Rory. It did. That kid's got it. I don't know how long it's going to last, but he has it. Well, you're talking to Maul, and Maul been saying it. I've been No, but it's different, so... it's different when you see it in person rather than just see it on the internet. Like, yeah, but that's like why two was... million views looks crazier in person when they're stampeding to a stage to a kid that's in his drawers. So imagine what that giant stadium would have looked like. It would have been nuts. Hmm. New York missed a moment with that, man. I do think Summer Jam's a little older crowd, though. Festivals are definitely for the younger kids. And he didn't have a Fifi. He didn't that's not the one that did he it. Didn't, yeah, he didn't need it. <laughs> I know, I know. I tried. <laughs> he didn't I tried. Have a Fifi. Nah, Fifi went off. It does. That's a good record. Yo, let me, let me, let me, hey, let me, hey, let me come clean. I was wrong. I was wrong on that one. Okay. That's it's, honorable. I was, I was wrong. I was wrong. It's working. Yeah. Like, it's probably doing more than working. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I it mean, definitely is. But he got, he got a, he got a, a bunch of joints that I heard, and I was just like, man, that's what he, that's where he's strongest at when those records come on in big venues. Like, you're gonna see that, that impact. Okay. Yeah. So you had a good time at Made, pretty much. I did. I did. And uh, somewhere there's a video from American Airlines where I told this lady who had a chart of famous people that they, she was trying to get videos for. Mm-hmm. I told her I was, I pointed at Takashi and said I didn't have my wig or makeup on. Mm-hmm. So there is a video somewhere with someone from American <laughs> Airlines saying, with a script, and it says, hello, my name is Takashi 69 and I'm trying to end poverty with American Airlines. <laughs> that exists somewhere. Mm. And I hope it's posted. Okay. You know what else I hope is going to get posted? When Takashi run down on you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that gets posted as well. Man, I hope that's posted. There was about 40,000 little white kids screaming Treyway for two days straight. <laughs> it looked fun. You? You were one of them? I, yeah. I, I'm in that <laughs> category. One of the white kids. <laughs> screaming Treyway. Yeah. yeah. You might Rory, have belted out a Treyway yeah. at some point on Sunday. Yeah, when Rory put on an extra colorful outfit, you know you're about to do something to try to get the kids. That's <laughs> <laughs> my strategy. Yeah, he's trying to blend in, blend in with them. Wait, what else happened at, at May? That was the Nikki tit slip, right? Yeah, which, uh, listen, man. <laughs> it's a male function. I didn't believe the Janet Jackson one. I'm definitely not believing the Nicki Minaj one. That was purpose. Was it? Yeah. I don't, I, just don't know, I, don't know if, I don't know if we're in that era anymore where nip slip is a big deal anymore. Uh, I mean, women actually go outside with see-through shirts on now. Like, I don't think a nip slip is like... Back like when it. Janet did it, that it was a bigger deal like to see a nipple. Now it's kind of like, it's a big deal when you go out and you don't see a nipple in the club. It's kind of like, yeah, that shit was trash. <laughs> what a prude party. Yeah, like that I see one whack. naked chick at that public uh-huh. event. I'll be honest, I'll be honest, it worked on me. The, the Nikki nip slip or the Janet? The, no, the Nikki one. Okay. Well, I, I was looking at it. I said, all right, oh shit, I didn't know. All right. Yeah. You didn't know <laughs> Nikki had nipples? <laughs> no, you know what? You know what's funny about me? You know why I know I'm a weirdo? I don't never really look at the nipples during a, a nip slip. I'm, I'm more of a cleavage guy. Hmm, okay. The cleavage to me is way more important than. Well, I'm, I'm always curious about <laughs> proportion. Yeah, nipple like, proportion is yeah. important. 
And sometimes you try to guess by just looking at her. Like her facial structure. Yeah, I don't. I don't like she be having. I don't like big uh, areolas. That's creepy. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a big. Is that what you're trying guy. to guess when you when you're looking <laughs> at chicks? Talking shit. You're a nasty. <laughs> you get a nasty award. Yeah, I, I'm not a big areola guy. Like if a chick has big areolas, I'm, I'm not either. Yeah, I don't like that. You're, you're switching from that porn. Yeah, I'm probably going past. Do that you like one the up. Braille ones? With the little the bumps on them. <laughs> yeah, those are. No, I'm not it's mad. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, they, those need love too. They do. Yo, disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Do you y'all, y'all, brought, y'all brought us to the nip slip, Wait. so hey, here we are. Do you mind, do you mind a little hair? No, nah, we ain't doing that. I'm not, <laughs> nigga, I'm not that nasty. They'll knock hair, it off, nigga. Hair on the nipple? Come on, Maul. I'm cool. <laughs> Maul, you are a liar. I'm you cool. like the hair on the nipple? I did not you asked say me, that. You asked that's me if I liked it. I said. You implied it. All right, all right, all right. Then that's the wrong question then. You, got, you know the fucking question I'm asking you, nigga. I don't. You I, ain't getting off a nipple because it got a hair on it. I'm not getting on it if it got hair on it. <laughs> you wouldn't see it. Yes, you can. How would you see it? You, can you see can't it. see hair on a nipple? You don't think you it's can see hair on a nipple? Thing to, to Her hair ain't like ours. Hair on nip- all hair on a nipple is created equal. It's hair on a nipple. <laughs> it ain't no I don't that's woman more. hair. I, I don't I, believe you. I'm okay. just telling you I don't believe you. That's it. I, that's all I'm saying. You see hair on a nipple. Are you saying you're not beating or are you just going to skip past like hold up. your whole titty style? I ain't saying I'm not beating. That ain't, ain't going to stop that from happening. That's what, yeah, okay. I'm just saying I'm not going to be appalled a little bit. I'm not going to latch on to the to the titty. That's all. I'm cool. You're going to just take that out your repertoire? Yeah, that's com- that's coming out the beating? contract. Yeah, we're not doing those. What if that's her? We're not doing we're those. Not I'm doing sorry. Those. Yeah. What if that's her thing? The hair on the nipple is her thing? That's her thing. No, no, no. What if that's like, what if that area is like her spot? You just going to skip it? Yeah, we got, yeah. Right. I'm done. I'm done right. talking to you. All right, uh, <laughs> back, back to Made in America. Let's not objectify and sexualize here. Um, I don't know if it's on purpose, but I mean, at this point, I can't put it past. I don't. I, I don't think it was on yeah. purpose either, because like I said, this era now, the nip, the nip slip is not a big deal anymore. Like that's not. Like and nobody's talking about that today, and it just happened when. Like I don't even think nobody's talking about that shit anymore. What Rory? What were some of the other real good performances? Dear? Uh, Meek was really really good. Push was really good. You forget how many records Push can do at a oh, live Oh, yeah, wait. Show. Nikki brought Uzi out, too, right? Yes. She and brought, brought Uzi out, out and Takashi? And Ferg. I don't know. No, nah, her set, set was good. That's a Nikki had a good set. And Ferg. And Ferg tore that shit though. And Ferg came out. Oh, and so she, little, he's an underrated Ferg, performer. Ferg is super dope. Yeah, he's an underrated performer. Ferg is an underrated everything. Yeah. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. And Nikki let them get like a little set off. Like each artist did two or three records. Nice. Good. Yeah, it was good. Good. And I think Nikki was smart there. And not to take away any of Nikki's performances, but an arena full of your fans and a festival show are two totally different things. Right. And yeah. I think I think Nikki just needed some more diversity with her set. Wait, did Kendrick perform that night? Yes, he did. Oh, shit. How was that? It was great. Um, it was a Kendrick performance. <laughs> oh, it was okay. great. <laughs> it was just a really good performance. Damn, I should have won. Uh, Black was really, really good, and shout out to Black, who couldn't even speak before he got on stage, and then proceeded to do a 45-minute set. Wow. Wow. And sound amazing. Wow. And then get off and literally not have a voice to even say goodbye. Shit. <laughs> Yo, some of the things that performers have to go through while they're performing, that's, that's nuts. Man, I said, if you don't just put your hood up <laughs> and just play the, the play record the over the speakers. <laughs> Did, and I'm sure he killed it, though. Of Black's course. album is, is coming out soon. Very I'm, I'm going to keep saying that because it's really, really good. So I just feel like I need to remind people. I think, All right. I think I've said this on the podcast before, but Black is one of those artists where he sounds exactly like the record when he performs. Like, it's yeah. creepy how much it sounds exactly like the record, which is tough to do. Right. A lot of artists can't do that. Right. Yeah. 
Especially yeah. singers in this age of auto yeah. tunes and mm-hmm. such. Man, fuck all that, man. <laughs> <laughs> you off that? <laughs> Just that quickly? <laughs> yo, hey, yo, yo, I hear y'all, but yo, fuck all that shit y'all talk about. What's on your mind, Joe? Uh, no, no, I mean, I don't think there's anything to really get to this week. It was not much happened. <laughs> it was a slow week. <laughs> it wasn't slow in my mind at all. <laughs> it, was, it was a slow week. My mind was racing away. Yeah, I was kind of looking for some things that we can talk about, and I couldn't really come up with nothing. I got some. Okay. <laughs> I got a few. Well, let's hear it. Well, it's uh, funny you say that. <laughs> funny, <laughs> funny you should mention it, Maul. <laughs> Just over the weekend on my birthday. No, we gotta talk about the mu- all the great music that's been released. Great, okay. Yeah. All right, what so you know what? Then? Let me tell you. <laughs> let me, all right, let me let me start. We'll just start with like story time, right? So let me play some music. Hold up. What's up, wrong with you? What a sick ass story. What's up, wrong with you? This is what you want to st- tell your story to? This is how I'm starting my story. Emotional roller coaster. This is interesting. interesting. Let me see where you're going with this. One. Yeah, check me out. I'm, I'm checking you out. <laughs> Shout out to Vivian Green, by the way. Very underrated R&B record. Very, right very underrated R&B record. Spotify get mad every time I play a record. I'm sure they do. <laughs> they like, nigga, get that shit. Uh, emotional roller coaster, right? I can't cut it off on the hook, Spotify. <laughs> All right, give her a stream. Let me, let me, yeah, word. All right, so, so, so Friday was my birthday, right? Friday was your birthday, and that means that Thursday my birthday was approaching. Mm-hmm. That is a fact. Did you turn up on Friday or Thursday? Friday. My oh. plan was always to turn up on Friday, right? So Thursday, in the great words of Rory and Cardi, was regular schmaggler still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I went to bed. <laughs> I went to bed at a fairly decent time. The way I normally go to bed at a fairly decent time, I went to sleep around 8. Mm-hmm. What? 8. Might have Instagrammed your plate. Get, get some Z's. Right. Now the chef is on vacation. He out in Vegas, Insta-snapping it up with his friends. Mm-hmm. No, no wonder your pops I'm home starving. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Right. This shit is fucked up in my crib, man. Uh... <laughs> So I went to sleep and because I was trying to, you know, get some energy because I was going to have a wild birthday mm. <laughs> in my head anyway. Mm. Um, and I woke up around three. I woke up around 3 a.m. So it was my birthday. Actually, let me not lie. My plan was to have a very chill, low key birthday. I didn't want to see anybody. Sin was planning a real big surprise shindig. Yeah. I had to repeatedly let her know, listen. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to go anywhere, and I don't really want to do anything. So that was a thing. <laughs> that doesn't leave a lot of options. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so that was a real thing. Listen, our the schedule was getting kind of packed. I hate to sound like that. Y'all know what time it is. Yeah. We about to be real busy. So, so, so any so, day where you could just rest, yeah, so I'm trying to rest. Needed. But you didn't rest on your birthday. I did. I did actually. Well, I did. Friday you didn't rest. Friday night, 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 mm-hmm. night, like twelve thirty Saturday morning. But anyway, so listen, so. I get to my phone at 3 a.m. And I have 777 mentions. That's a scary number. I'd be terrified when I have a lot of mentions and I haven't tweeted anything. Oh, my. Yo, and I was low. I was low. I ain't, I ain't tweet nothing. I'd be scared when I see 20 mentions. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't tweet like that. So Yo. So that's what I, I saw. So my heart started beating fast, right? But then I remembered it was my birthday. 
Right. So you thought everybody was just wishing you happy birthday. <laughs> so <laughs> oh man. So I <laughs> what a bummer. Oh. So I, I immediately get in my head and and because I didn't Prepare I didn't want to receive be, love. I didn't want to no. I was angry. Okay. You didn't. Want I love. didn't want to be bothered on my birthday and I didn't want to talk to anybody. So I damn sure don't want to read eight hundred messages from niggas. Right. So that's what I'm saying as I hit the double tap to scroll up in my head. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, man. Yo, y'all. I know y'all. Yo, come on, y'all. Just chill. Right. And then it got to the top. Mm-hmm. That's the roller coaster. <laughs> I, get it. I see where you're going. Oh, man. It got right it to the top, and it yeah. just stood there for a little bit like Kingdom Car. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got your hands in the air at this point. Yo, I got to the top of this shit. And everybody tasted like, yo, it's a new M joint. And he getting that, yo. Hmm. And I said, I scroll down a little more. That, like, that's what the first 50 tweets said. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, oh, shit, it might be some truth to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this might be like the real deal. Right. This, 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 this is happening. As I continue to read, you guys, mm-hmm. that's what all of them said. Mm. Further down, they started quoting the line. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the quotes start happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. After that, somewhere around the 300 mark. Yeah. Yeah, they started saying, oh, he's in his bag. Then yeah. it was that. Yeah. I'm just giving y'all rapper lyric thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, the fans are hyped. The fans that make you think some shit is crazy. Yeah, yeah. The, the fans, yeah, I, I was a little. That he got you the fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like. Yeah, because I got some of the mentions and I was like, wait, no, nah, this ain't true. It was, yeah. And then I went and saw it was true and. I'll let you continue. Then continued on with your so, day. Yeah. <laughs> Same. So I went and I checked the iTunes. No, they ops. I went and I checked the credits and I went to the song and my name was there. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped listening to the song because my name was there, right? Right. Because that's none of your business. And then I just started rapping in my head. Let me be honest. Let me be honest. Immediately. Okay. Drop of a dime. Just start a rap. And with that, you are now about to drop the exclusive disc record. Hit play. Then I remembered I was retired. Okay. Then I remembered I was retired. Yeah, you, you, you got a little then I ahead of yourself. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, yeah. I know how you do. Yeah, come on. Yeah, you start yeah. running through the house. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and Brooklyn. End, end doing it. Me somewhere. and Brooklyn just running around the kitchen <laughs> island. Yeah. Jogging. Yeah. Slap box in the air. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm retired. Throw a roundhouse in there every now and then. The uppercut. That's the only time a nigga show you the uppercut in the arsenal when a slap box. A nigga never throws that Never in a real fight. That's the one to sleep you, too. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, that's a risky one. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, you get, get slept. slept. You get slept if you, <laughs> you can't. Don't miss. Yeah. Don't that's miss right. the uppercut. Yeah. Um. Where was I going with that uppercut? How did we get on the uppercut? You was running you around listening. after you heard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So then I remembered I was retired. Right. And then I went back to sleep. Mm-hmm. I went to cuddle with my girl. Then fuck this shit. Right. <laughs> so then the next day came, and I said, "All right, let me listen to the album." Mm-hmm. And I listened to the album with, with my fan ears. Mm-hmm. With my fan ears. I want to say that that's important. And let me also say that this might be a nerdy podcast, this one. Hmm. Well, it'll be a lot of lyrical miracle breakdowns. Yeah, this might be a little nerdy. This ain't really for, this is for y'all. <laughs> um, damn, my memory again. What was I just saying? You went, you went to, to listen uh, as a fan. Oh, oh yeah, let me just say as a, as, a, as, as a fan, right? 
I think that's one of the things that people that actually do music really hate about doing music. Mm-hmm. We're unable to hear music and enjoy it. Because <laughs> it's a job. It's work. Yeah. yeah. I always hated that. I hated that. I couldn't. I was jealous of fans, that fans got to hear music the way it's intended to be heard mm. and not as a job. So let me say in my retirement, I kind of fat regained some of that. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't, because I'm not competing and because I'm not in it and because I'm not so invested that way, I kind of just hear music and enjoy it. I think that answers the question for a lot of my, uh, a lot of my music fans, fans of Joe Budden music out there who wonder how I like a lot of the stuff that I like. <laughs> And we're going to touch on that a little bit later, too, because that's really important. Well, that was one of the reasons why I always try to stay away from studios. Like, I hate that process of listening to music Mm. because I feel like that it forces you one. By the time you hear the finished product, you you don't love it. You don't have a a real love for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And you start to listen to music differently. Like. After I started being in studios a lot, like I'm listening to other music and I'm like, damn, that's mixed horribly. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. I can't hear enough of the, the bass here. I can't mm-hmm. hear. And I'm just like, when did I turn into this person? Yeah. <laughs> you Hate know it. what I'm saying? Like, I Hate just, it. I remember just listening to music and just loving it or hating it. Yeah. Now it's like, it's why don't I like it? It's, it's, I don't, it's not enough of this. It's not that. But go ahead. Back to what you were saying about the ears, the, the fan ears. So I'm listening. So I, I begin to listen to Eminem's album with my fan ears on. And. I was really excited. I got really excited at what I what I started to hear. Uh, to me, it sounded it just sounded very different than than his entire approach on the previous album. Mm-hmm. It almost sounds like he had the mixtape mentality. Hmm. Anybody can get it. No label, no single. I'm I'm tearing niggas up. This is what I'm here to do. It's the exact thing I thought he should have did on the last album. I thought in the last album, he should have reminded people how dope of an MC he is. And he didn't. Yeah. He did something different. So I was very happy as a fan to see him take that approach. Because when you take that approach, it doesn't only reflect in your lyricism. It reflects in your entire approach. Yeah. Right. The beats were different. Yeah. They were more aggressive. Yeah. They were a different style. <laughs> yeah. Um, he dropped it out of nowhere. Surprise. Whoa. Sneak attack. That's a little different too for you, megastar, big major machine man. Mm. I guess you just found out that people were doing that. People that are as big as you can do that. Yeah. Just everything was different. Right. So I guess as a fan, I was really happy to see that. Everything I was mad about on the last album, I was kind of was fixed here. It felt like he wanted somehow to, he wanted to make this album because I'd said with the previous one, M was at a point in his career that he doesn't have to do the poppy shit to stay relevant. Well, that's what we like, thought, and then he attempted to do it. Yeah, that's why I was so mad at the last album. He didn't need to get the, the seven white chicks to sing the hooks and do all the poppy yeah. shit. Yeah, why, this why is like Pink the on the album? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like it felt like he was listening to fucking Redman on his way to the studio for this shit. Well, mm-hmm. well, with this album, I learned some things about Eminem. Um, he definitely pays attention more than I thought he did to social media and what the fans are saying. We're going to talk about that later too. Um, but more importantly, man, I, 
I'll, I'll let you finish because I don't want to. No, no, go ahead. I, no, I don't want to jump ahead. I just want because I see where we. I wanted to kind of keep yeah. a timeline of what's going on. Well, so. I think whatever label intern tweeted that out from his Twitter account, it was right. I didn't overthink this one. Mm-hmm. That's how he introduced the album to everybody because mm-hmm. it felt like he was overthinking and trying to please too many people and trying to find an angle for his approach on the last album. And it came off corny and it came off disingenuous. Mm-hmm. This just felt like, nope, I'm going to go in and rap. I like that beat a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go rap on that. Mm-hmm. And then left. Yeah. <laughs> but see, I have the, the, one, the one problem that I have with the album, is, and I'm a fan just listening to music, I feel like Eminem is trying to still prove that he can rap. Yeah. And I don't think that nobody has ever said that Eminem can't rap. So it's like I didn't understand Like listening to it It's like He sounds like he's At this point in his career He's trying to prove something And when you're at this point he is Yeah But he, he well, doesn't have to Well after the response to, to the last album I think he felt he had to prove But I'm, that's I'm my I'm glad that, to hear him try to prove something No but see that's the problem I have with it When you're can a I, rapper Can I ask y'all a question Because I'm a forgetting Because it goes to Whatever you're about to say do, do you, Would y'all say that Most creators Are insecure Yes, uh, it, absolutely. I don't know if most creators. I don't know if it's insecure. I would say that they're. I they're, know we have to live in this place of self doubt and uncertainty sometimes. Yeah, and I know that that's different from being insecure. I think sensitive is the word. Okay, but what I hear when I listen well, to that album is a very kinda, insecure yeah, man. Sensitive and insecure kind of walk the same it, it line. It speaks to what you're saying. Yeah. If M was M, mm-hmm. I mean. If M viewed himself the way that we view him mm-hmm. or have viewed him, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be trying to prove he can rap. Right. You know good and goddamn well Jay-Z is not trying to prove to niggas and, that he and, can rap. And that's my point. That's, that's my point. At this point in your career, it's in cruise control at this point. Like, you just going in here and creating and just, you know, whatever is coming to your mind creatively, you're just putting it out there to the world. Like, I feel like he went in there like his career was dependent on this album. I mean, or his legacy was dependent which, on this album. I'm not mad at him trying to prove that he can rap because that's what he does well. I'm more mad when he tries to prove that he can make these different types of pop hits and yeah. try to be political and try to do this other shit, which is cool. But I think that when uh, a great creator is just trying to prove I'm really good at what I do and I'm going to show you again and again and again, that leads to lo- more longevity than let me try to show you that I can do I this think, shit I too. I think that's the wrong approach, though. I think when you're a creative, you you have to live in a moment like creativity comes to you it's just something that you, you can't force creativity you have to live you have to experience and you have to draw creative energy from whatever it is that you're experiencing and that you're, and that you're living that's my thought I agree like when you start to force creativity I agree you feel it it's but like yo that, you don't really feel like that yes I, I, I agree you don't really feel I, like that I love where you're going you know what I'm saying more. it's like you don't feel like that I know you don't feel I'm like that because excited. I can feel that that's something that you just relax somebody heard or you, you heard somebody say that and now you but that ain't real. When you're a creative, it's like you just take you just draw an inspiration from just life. I agree with you. But I think that when you're trying to force the creativity into something like, oh, these all these kids are rapping on this type of music now. Let me show that I can do that. That's that shit that that's, fucks that's, them up. That's where you go. When you're just an yeah, excellent yeah. rapper, that's like, let me where just you, rap on that's some where shit. you fuck up. Steph Curry can't try to dunk on everybody right. next season. Exactly. That's not what you do. Exactly. That's not your game. Listen, let's But I, let's, I do think Oh, go ahead. that that trying to prove that you could rap better than everyone I think that's where M's second half of his discography he's been doing that and it sacrificed the replay value Marshall Mathers LP of course he was rapping his ass off but he was making songs and structures that fit him and it had a replay value I think like with the rap god shit 
I listened well, to it once. I thought it was right. fucking amazing. Right. I'm not going to go back and listen to that. Yeah, for sure. This M album, I liked it. And it proved that he could rap better than everyone in the fucking world. I don't know how much I'm running back. This last album? To. Yeah. I don't know if it proves that. And I'm with Maul. All of y'all stop right there. I want to I wanna continue to big him up. Oh, no, no doubt. I want, I want to continue. To, uh, I, Joe always wants to start with love. We've heard the verses. Yeah. They never end with love. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to finish... I want to finish the love first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Back to him correcting all of the things that a lot of us hated on on the last project. I really hated that Royce was not on the last album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy, was I angry. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I get I, I get angry for other people that I love a lot, and I just felt like he should have been there, even if he didn't feel that way. Um, mm-hmm. So it was great to see Royce's name. It was great to see Joyner Lucas's name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that meant that meant a lot. That meant that you've heard Joyner Lucas. Mm-hmm. That means that you've been outside. Mm-hmm. And understand your It influence. means you've been on the internet. Mm-hmm. Fairy telling. We'll get to why all of that's telling later. So I was really happy to see that. What else was I happy about on this album? Um, I was happy at the, the beat selection for the most part. Yeah, production. yeah. Outside of the few, what Parks was saying, the yeah. you know the Drake beats, but it was the, definitely the, a step right. up from the last beats. album. They were great, yeah. and I was really happy about some of the concepts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the some of the concepts. You know, I I felt like introspective M has has been dead for a little while now. Mm-hmm. Outside of you giving us the very formulaic yeah, emo first single, yeah, it's nice that where he got you away from the lean uh, on some sentimental shit. It's nice that he got away from the Bon Jovi beat with the white girl singing the chorus. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we we, we, we there was, which there was for a while. seven of yeah. them on the last yeah. album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It's true what you guys are saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Emma, I love the way you lie worked, and M said, "Well, doing this for the rest of my right. career." <laughs> uh, Skylar Gray joints. Oh yeah, it was a Skylar Gray. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he's done it with all of them. He's done it. He's done it with a lot of them. Um, so yeah, I think that's what I walked away with when I had my fan ears on listening to the Eminem album. I was really, 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 really happy about the switch, the change of pace, the change of pace, the change of imagery, the change of direction. I was really happy about all of those things. What do you think about the cover when you speak about imagery with the Beastie Boys nod? I'm over Eminem, Eminem's uh, 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 infatuation with the Beastie Boys. I am. <laughs> I've been over that for quite some time. I love the Beastie Boys too, so I feel. But me, I, I understand. What me you're too. <laughs> me, I thought it was good. I mean, me too. the Kamikaze shit. I thought it was a good play. Yeah, I like. I like the cover. Not revival. What was the album before revival? One of them albums. That whole rollout. Yeah, he had the was Beastie the Beastie Boys Boy video. Jack with the Beastie Boy video. Yeah, Rick Rubin when you changed yeah, yeah, your yeah, hair yeah. and you and Rick Rubin was together, oh, the old shady is coming back. It's blonde now. <laughs> that whole thing you were doing that somebody said was cool. It wasn't cool. <laughs> it wasn't cool at all. And I'm not the gatekeeper for cool, but that me wasn't neither. Cool. I'm I'm not cool. Yeah, either, that wasn't cool. But that wasn't cool. I know when some shit ain't cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, I, I, mean, I can be Eminem, the gatekeeper for uncool. We know, and I don't mean this in a, a bad way, because I think I am one as well. He's a rap nerd. So he yeah. loves that shit, and PC Boys are what he grew up on. Yeah. 
<laughs> you alright, man? How far do you guys want to go with hot takes today? Hmm. Let's go all the way. Yo. It sounded a little, you know what I mean, but it's fine. we here. Broke the tension. No, 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 no. We, we here still. Hey, you know what's, what's funny? I did kind of have that conversation with myself uh, before I got here. Like, am I going to pause anything today? Because I'm going to be I'm mad. <laughs> like, I'm not stopping the pause while I'm mad. Anyway, um, I got you. I got the pause button. Don't with the hot me. takes. Yeah, you hold the pause button, Mom. Mm-hmm. Um, with the hot takes, with the hot takes. Let me start. Let me start by saying, I'm so glad this day has finally arrived. Mm, me too. It's felt long it. overdue. Man, this has been building up. Because while you say Rory that man M is a rap, I'm a I'm a rap nerd. No, that's why I said I consider myself and one me, too. And me too. I think yeah. we all like and, yeah. and, and and me too. It wasn't a diss or a slight. Uh, rap I consider Slaughterhouse to be rap nerds as well. Right. Absolutely. Uh and rap nerds speak rap nerd language. Mm-hmm. Boy, am I glad this day is finally here. Because it allows us to be truthful finally. Boy, I love when the gloves come off. <laughs> I love when we could stop dancing around respect. Mm-hmm. Because I was taught this industry is built off of relationships. Mm-hmm. So let me start by saying, early in my career, I dug myself in a big hole having to learn that one. Got to be careful about the holes you dig yourself in. You never know when you'll need your reputation and credibility later. Right. I want to say that we're going to be very honest today. Very truthful. Really. And, 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 and understand that this is not coming from a place of at anger, at, a place of hate, at all. a place of at you know, all. disrespect. At, not at all. Right. And let me say, I haven't spoken to them all or worry about anything I'm about to say at all. Or Parks. No. No. I like, I like when we do but, podcasts like that. Yeah. But I mean, this has been a convo behind the scenes for a long time. So, so let's get let's get to the shits, right? You're not listening to music. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. <laughs> Look, it was around nine nine, baby, coming while I was in rock bottom. Ironic shit, I was listening to rock bottom Pockets, rabbit ears, no paper, a lot of cotton Had some charges stemming from me and my squad robbed me Yo, uh, so that record was originally a diss record, Marshall In classic Joe Button diss record fashion I was starting with love the therapist always says you have to start with love. <laughs> the therapist also says you have to go to the very beginning. So let's do that. Boy, perception is important in this industry. So, and let me come clean. Let me, let me put the onus on Joe. Let me take some accountability here. Let's let the cat out the bag. You guys guessed it. 
I, I take full responsibility for the demise of Slaughterhouse. Thank you. Full. I want it. I want to own that shit. Yes. Hold the fuck up, man. You fucking right. Let's talk about it. So let's go back to the beginning first, though. This record was a diss record, right? And we're going to go further back, but I had to be talked off of the ledge. You know, that would have looked ugly. <laughs> you know how nasty that would have looked back then? Definitely to come out and diss your that. boss. <laughs> That's your sign, too, to come out and just start being honest. Though if, <laughs> though if I were to pick a rapper that would do it, true, it would be Joe Yeah, Biden. but you can't <laughs> pick a fight with the biggest rapper in the world. Drake, yeah. Drake was arguably that <laughs> when you... When you Yo, listen, me and Drake are a lot closer than me and him. Let's be very clear. Let's be very clear. Let's be very clear this podcast. Me and Aubrey a lot closer than me and him. Interpret it how you may. Right? So I was talked over the last, that would have been real bad. It was just a bad business, bad business, bad business, and bad business was already plaguing shit, right? So that record didn't start like that. Let's go to the beginning. Let's break this down from the beginning. In my brain, and this is only my brain, y'all know I'm a little weird and obsessive in how I view things. So let's start at the beginning. The beginning is, oh, perception. That's what I was on. Perception's important. I take full responsibility for the demise of the group because now that we can finally talk about it, my perception of M was just very different. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's always been just very different. And their perception of me was always very different. I've never been on, I'm, y'all already know how Joe give it up. I'm that major label dude. So let's be clear. When you sign the Shady Records, you sign there with hope. You sign there thinking some things are going to occur that may not be written in a contract. The contract is never going to say, hey, the biggest rap star in the world will do A, B, and C to help your likeness and your visibility and your brand. So that's the hope you go into these things with. Y'all follow me so far? Yeah, on board. Very early in the process, paranoid Trust issue, Joe Man, because that's who I've been my whole career. Y'all know I ain't got issues. <laughs> Y'all know I'm a little nuts. And I've had label drama, and I thought my brothers did as well. I started to see some things that were just very telling very early on. And the answer that I got every fucking time, I sniffed around. The same way I sniffed around at Complex. Same way I sniffed around at Def Jam. You know when you don't know shit and you got to just start sniffing around? Mm-hmm. You know what everybody said? He's a megastar. He can't do that. <laughs> he can't do that. He's a megastar. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? Who are y'all talking to? Joe? Y'all not... Wait, all right. 
because I've fucked shit up in the past. Let me really clearly understand. We can't open up a tour? Oh, you don't go on tour. You're too big. How the fuck would I know anything about that? I ain't never been that big. <laughs> Is there such thing as being too big going on tour? Yeah. I never knew when I first got to Def Jam, the rumblings that were going around at Def Jam was DMX was turning down two and three million dollar bags because he didn't feel like it. <laughs> Guess what? Then I didn't understand it. Today I do. You take certain things for granted. You just take it for granted sometimes. If he could have those days back, he would do it. I was about to say every artist would do that. He would yeah. do it. Tell me when the last time you saw an Eminem tour. I'll tell you. The Rihanna tour. Well, he was just on a tour in Europe, wasn't he? I was going to say, did That's he? not a tour. Oh. And if you want to call it a tour, he does that every year. Yeah. Every year. Right. Let, me tell you, let me tell you what Joe Budden thought. Joe Budden didn't think that Slaughterhouse opening up for Eminem in London did anything for Slaughterhouse at all. <laughs> that didn't blow me away. I wasn't mesmerized. Mm. We're gonna, I can understand that. We're going to come back to that word a lot. Mesmerized. Joe stopped being mesmerized <laughs> long ago. Joe wasn't mesmerized when he got there. That's a big issue. All right, so tour, fine. You're too big. We can't tour. All right, we can't open shit up. We'll keep doing our Chitlin Circuit shit. But boy, am I jealous of Rick Ross and Wale. I mean, uh, uh, Wale and Meek Mill. Mm. Man. Damn, that nigga Ross is out there showing us. Mm-hmm. This is what Joe is thinking. Ross is showing you how you're supposed to be with your artists. Mm-hmm. He's next to those guys. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fellas. You know why all this Can we funny? get this nigga? The, no, what, tell me where our advantage is in being here with him. Can we get a verse on some shit? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we just, we just got to get the song. I mean, and if we get, once we get the right song and then we send it to Paul. Huh? Hmm. You also have to remember, though. Who the fuck are you telling that to? Me? Okay. M ain't the business guy, though. Like the way Rick Ross and like Hove are, they always put business first. I don't think M ever has, and it's never been his thought process. So you're dealing with a creative, not really a businessman and how he's going to leverage Slaughterhouse with his power. I guess people had to learn that. Yeah. Rory. That's what I guess. You're right. Mm. But you have to learn that sometimes. All right, so cool. We can't get inverse. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go record the album. Record the album. The four of us. Great music, great times. Always great times when it's just the four of us. In Joe's brain. All of this is Joe's brain. Boy, it's a lot of fun when it's just us. Better music. We too. love it. Yeah. We love it. Hey, every Slaughterhouse mixtape on the house. Uh, what was the other one? Um, it was another one. House, house rules. rules. That was all us. First album. First album. All us. Yeah. All, all us. All great music. All our first mixtape uh, before Shady. Uh, all us. Right. All us. It was us. Boy, we're good. Royce <laughs> is great. Royce is amazing in that studio. He's great. Great sessions. Everybody kind of knew their role. Mm-hmm. Right? All right, great. We can't get inverse. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, we'll make it happen. I think for me, I got a little lost, and that's why that Tiana topic a few weeks back was real big for me when she was talking about she did an album and then gave it to Kanye, and then it was a different album when it came out. 
That was real big for me because Shady Records was the very first time that I had experienced that in my career. I had always been in control of my music mm-hmm. and the uh, final result of it, the outcome. When we did all the music, we couldn't hold it. <laughs> mm-hmm. We had to send it somewhere. And then by the time it came back, it was different. Yeah. It wasn't the same. <laughs> I mean, it sounded like a bunch of Eminem beats. But it wasn't. But it sounded like right. it to me. Well, he I'm not saying that he did yeah. it, but ones that well, would be for M. Well, even, I mean, it's even deeper if that, that weren't bad enough in Joe's brain, because let me keep reminding the listeners, all of this is Joe's brain and Joe's perspective. Other people can have their own, but this is my platform, so I'm going to tell you mine. If that weren't insult to injury enough, right? Because back then... You know, like I said with the Tiana topic, there's certain people that you just, I guess, they're so great that you have to trust. Right. Yeah. I want to keep reminding people what I've been up against. <laughs> Self-awareness is important. I understand how powerful some people's light can be. It's blinding sometimes. But Joe, the reason why all of this is funny is because, you know, when Mike and everybody would call me and, you know, other guys, the contingency boys because of things that we were saying behind the scenes amongst the group. But this is things that I was thinking. And I'm just like, why isn't this happening? Why isn't that happening? Why isn't... And everybody's answer was always like, it was like, that's the Wizard of Oz. You can't go see the Wizard unless it's like... You know what I'm saying? And I'm just sitting there like... (laughs) But little little things will push this like... Further than y'all can imagine, just little things. Yeah, man. So yes. everybody looking at us like, yo, the contingency boys, and I'm like, but it's because we're sitting here looking at something, and it's like this plain, as clear as day. Little, just little things here and there will move this whole movement further. But here we are in 2018. So we give we give him all the music, cool. It always came back saying we needed uh, five more songs, new new direction. There's no singing. You know, all of the major label yeah. stuff that Joe Button has hated his entire career. Yeah. And anytime we was on a page and I went in there and I said some shit, I was the only one saying stuff. <laughs> I mean, I want to be clear in how I was viewed there. And and let me also be very honest. That was a very shitty version of Joe Button. <laughs> so if there were ever a version of Joe Button to be judged, it was that one. I just didn't really feel it was fair to be judged there the way that they were judging me because Eminem has been Eminem. Like, I grew up on Eminem, too. So, you can't judge Joe. (laughs) How can you judge Joe for taking pills? Like, how can you judge Joe for these allegations that are floating? If anybody gets it, you get it. And let me me say, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. But that was my thinking Mm. back then. So, if that wasn't bad enough that you can't hold your own music... Every time we had to go do five or six more songs, it was always Mad Eminem beats. They were horrible. They were horrible fucking beats. I've said it to you a lot about that. I've said it in sessions. They were bad fucking beats, man. Yeah. And in private, 
But but no, hold up, Joe. Especially I for don't y'all. Hey, Jesus, it about man. It. I'm not. I don't want to say they were bad beats. They, they weren't for us. For they weren't for us. They weren't for they us. They weren't for us. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. They weren't for us. Yeah, they, they weren't, weren't for, for us. House. And let me tell you something. Even if it's a bad beat, when one of the greatest rappers in the universe is is trying is pitching it to you, right? Nodding his head. It's in the bigs. It's in the big sexy studio. Yeah. That shit might sound like y'all mean. Right. But is it us? Right. No, it definitely wasn't. No, it wasn't. But you say that in Slaughtermouth. Who am I to go against so many records sold? Obviously, what you've done is worked. Who the that, fuck am I to say? Because it hasn't worked for that, me. What works for somebody else doesn't necessarily work for you. Also works, says I mean, in, in yeah. the song, what's good you know what for I mean? the goose that's, ain't that's, good for the That's gander. very important that we, got, we, we, we remember that. Yeah. That's, that's a life lesson. Absolutely. What works for you in your life is not going to work for me. One hundred percent. And back then, I mean, again, this is my virgin, so my brothers might beg to differ. I was saying, guys, we're not white. <laughs> yeah. His fan base is not We don't fan have base. his fan base. Yeah. We don't want his fan base. Yeah. That and on top of that, y'all that also like grimy, yeah. real rappers. Yo. Yo. <laughs> Hammer Dance was y'all box. Yeah. Yo. But even some of the sound. ones that he didn't produce, like the additional stuff he did on it, like Frat House, for instance, like all types of explosions. And- Let me add some more context here. Let me add some more context here as to what I was up against. Mm -hmm. And again, this is just Joe Budden brain. (laughs) Be very clear, Joel Ortiz got his start with Dre on Aftermath. Mm -hmm. That's important to note. Yeah. Be clear, Crook is a West Coast nigga to the death. Mm -hmm. Started with Shook. I don't need to paint the affiliations here for people. But for a group of bandits, a group of of misfits, I'll I'll be honest with you guys. Y'all didn't sound like it. Sometimes you got to really, that's when you're at that crossroads of, nigga, you want to risk it all? You want to take the leap of faith? You want to go for it? You want to really go, go, you want to do this? You really want to jump out there with with it? You want to go for the single? Want to get radio? Is that who we are? What do we really want? Again, when you sign your record deal, ask yourself, what do you really want? I want to respect. I didn't want money, and I didn't want fame. I want to respect. I can't put words in my brother's mouths, but I was the only one with that stance. In my head. Mm-hmm. In my, I could be totally, totally wrong. In my head, that's just what it was. If that weren't the end of it, sometimes when the songs came back, Verses were missing. It's four niggas in a group. You want, you want an M verse? That's five niggas. All these niggas rap. This is before eight and twelves really became the, the thing, mm-hmm. and we had to try to figure shit out. Somebody's verse had to go. Imagine that competition in the studio racing to the booth. Yeah, it's nasty. Yeah. It's nasty. It's nasty. It's nasty. I don't want a part of that. I don't want a part of that. But anyway, when the verses came back. It was normally Joe's verse cut. Hmm. That gave a lot of information to Joe. Hmm. Why do you think that is? Because Joe's the most popular member in the group. Do I need to tell you why you can't cut Joe's verse oh, off no, no, certain no, no, no. songs? No, I'm asking why you think they were cut. That's what I'm asking. Oh, I don't know. It may not have been the best verse. Okay. I, I don't know. I can't speak to people. Mm. I can't speak for people. But most of the songs were like emo kind of songs. So that was telling. It, what it said to Joe was, 
you don't know shit about the group. You don't know shit about the group. You don't know shit about the three niggas. That, and I'm not talking about Royce. I'm talking about me, Crook, Joel, individually. You know nothing about us. Or if you did, you would never be able to make sense of taking Joe off of our emo intro that Joe had to fight for to even be there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Y'all cut that record. See, that's more shit. Joe got a real problem with other niggas being able to determine what goes and what doesn't go in Joe's fucking idea. Mm. Nigga, let's talk about it for a little bit. Mm. Know what Joe's going to do every time you try to contaminate his idea? Guess, nigga. You fucking right. Exit. Exit stage left. When, hey, when you know your value, take your value with you. <laughs> oh, y'all know what's going on? <laughs> then go make it go on. Go make it go on. <laughs> Replace me. Do something. <laughs> but my time here <laughs> is over. I understand my brother's sentiment when they say maybe I should have told them that in a much clearer way. In my head, I was saying that every which way possible. Let's fast forward and remove myself because my love for this hip-hop thing is a very selfless, selfless, selfless thing. So let's get back into the music. Let's be honest here. M. This is me with MC Brain. Pause. What happens with the big megastars, Marshall, is, and this is what I noticed at, during my time there, because you, you've been my greatest case study. I'll be honest with you. I've watched you very closely during my, my time here. I have. So let's start at the beginning. Paul Rosenberg. Paul Rosenberg was a rapper, right? Paul Rosenberg, for whatever reason, don't end up rapping or popping off. Paul Rosenberg finds Marshall Mathers. Marshall Mathers is an amazing, 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 amazing talent. Rapper. You know what happens with most amazing rappers when a nigga, when a nigga finds them? They can't make a record. They can't make a song. They got to go learn how to make the fucking song. Happen to me. Happen to Marshall. So he had to go learn how to make a fucking song. Some brains somewhere came up with some amazing shit. When I say shit, I don't just mean music. I mean a plan. And from that, I was sitting in my room at 17 looking at MTV with this white nigga who was amazing with words saying, hi, kids. Do you like eyelids? Violence. As a nigga on dust, boy, did I love all of that. And you were super nice. Let me be the first to tell you since you've been in this megastar cocoon. Because that's what happens with the megastars. Y'all stay in cocoons. You popped off quick. And when you pop off quick, all that type of success. and Oh, man, it's a lot to deal with, baby. Baby, is it a lot to deal with? They sheltered you your whole fucking career. They had 
too. Who was selling records like that? Only niggas moving units, M Pimp Juice, and us. You was doing amazing shit. And you've been sheltered. Let me speed this up for you. Newsflash M. I heard the album. And because I think you don't really know all the members that were in the group, I don't really think you know our history. Let me tell you what Joe Budden has thought this entire time. I've been better than you this entire fucking decade. Huh? Can't say that back then. Can't say that back then. But in my rapper brain, I'm a content nigga. You got to say something. You have not said anything for the better part of a whole fucking decade. That's true. You have rhymed a bunch of words. Hmm. So... Let me give you some love. Eminem is the best rhymer of words in the world. On the planet. He can rhyme letters. Yeah. He can rhyme words that don't rhyme. He can rhyme accents damn near. Mm-hmm. He can do a lot. Boy, can he, he's talented. Know the hip-hop I fell in love with? The hip-hop just said you got to say something. I personally haven't heard that Marshall in quite some time. Yeah. I think recovery might have been the only little minute that I felt like it was the old content M. Yeah. How could I be mesmerized of someone that I think I'm better than? Hmm. You've been in your cocoon, so you're unaware of a few things. The tricks that you tried with the pop stars... You can't come out of your cocoon and pull with the rappers. M, you're no longer in control. Hmm. You're not the person in control. Yeah, that's the point. The people that you shouting out, the people you're dissing. Let me get off of that for a minute. Know what my greatest line in my entire diss history is? In my, all of my diss tracks? Know what the greatest line is ever that I've ever said? And out of all the punchlines, flow schemes... Know my favorite? Last bar. Pain in his life. Saigon. Cut the track off. Listen to your thoughts. Checkmate. I don't know what album y'all heard. I heard a nigga that knows it's over. Hmm. I heard a nigga that knows. I heard a nigga that's fully aware that he has not said shit for about a decade now. I see a nigga threatened by the other niggas in the game. I see a nigga still using the old trick. Fam, stop calling niggas name. Stop just throwing names out and thinking that that's going to be a single because you said a bunch of names. You ain't said shit. Find another muse. Pull from somewhere else. You fucking superstar niggas been sheltered and bored. MGK is right. Y'all been slaves to your own fucking superstardom. You can't leave the house. It costs money for you to go out. You don't know shit about shit, M. 
You don't know that it's probably three niggas on the label that are better than you. Hmm. Talk about. Oh, it. wait a minute. Griselda's there too now. Hmm. Which is another. Wait thing. a minute. You got the nerve to be shouting out all these niggas on your fucking album, and you don't never shout out none of the niggas you're, that you sign. Hmm. How you really feel about the niggas that you've signed, M? Let's talk about it. You don't think it's odd that you've said my name more as adversaries than you did when I was there? You don't find it odd? You don't think that looks like you're not into the business of Shady? You into the business of Shady? Hmm. Hmm. That was a bar. The it fuck was. is wrong? <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. You don't get to come out and call the shots Number one, as the lesser MC. Number two, as you're not backed anymore, nigga. Hmm. Fair playing ground. Fuck is you on? Hmm. It's me. It's me. I love this. Ask about me. My dick get hard when it's the mere mention of rap beef. Pause. Ask your friends. You thought that a domestic violence bar would get Joe out the bed? <laughs> and M is better than that. Who thought that? Line. Hey, hey, anybody out there? Who thought a domestic violence bar was getting Joe out the bed? M, you know the rules of engagement. You know how this goes. No, nigga. I'm retired. I had to go get my millions another way since you wouldn't help. Hmm. You got the fucking nerve. Insecure man. Now you got to prove you belong here. Rosenberg, Peter Rosenberg did that same thing. For you to be such an amazing rapper, why you now you got to prove that you belong here all of a sudden? Why are you saying that in the first song? <laughs> That's not hard to know why. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But... These are things that I've been felt for years, but I just know that if I say it, I'm the unpopular opinion in the room. Yeah, you're the hater. M. No, I feel like that's become a pretty popular opinion. M. Well, yeah, but when I used to say Royce is better than M, everybody thought I was crazy. Royce is 100% better when than M. When I used to say he makes better music than M, people thought I was Royce crazy. Royce 100% makes better music Absolutely. than M. But when I said it, it wasn't the popular opinion. Because we, we can't, let's not say this. Let's leave Royce out of this because Royce, let's leave him no, out. No, it's not, no, we put, I'm just saying, I, it, it, everything you're saying, the sentiments that you're expressing, is what I've been expressing. I haven't been amazed by Eminem in years. Yeah. Them tricks that you doesn't take yo, nothing away from them his legacy, tricks that you right. pull with the pop stars ain't gonna work with the rappers, especially the ones that's not mesmerized. You naming niggas that still mesmerized with you, and you still a little dated. You naming Hopkins? I mean, not Hopkins. Hobson. Hobson retired seven times. <laughs> He's retired seven times, number yep. one. Number two, he does the rapidly rap shit and he says stuff. You name Cole, he rapidly raps, he says stuff. You name Kendrick, he rapidly rap and he says stuff. You name Logic, he rapidly raps. And funny you should mention him. You want to really have some conversations? About what adult Joe thinks you've brought to this game? <laughs> How far do we want to take these hot takes? I think I could go to court and make a valid argument that you was the first plant. I'm not going to do that. Hmm. 
But talk about all you've brought to the game. <laughs> you brought a lot more niggas than that. And all of them ain't nice. I hear a nigga, I hear a nigga on that album. This is the first time you ever came out and said that you bodied Hove on Renegade. Hmm. Why'd you say that? You don't ever ask yourself that? <laughs> you know why. Blueprint came out in 2001. Yeah. It's 2018. Mm-hmm. M is coming out and telling us, and that was a, a punchline, by the way. I got everybody waiting like the feature that, that that everybody said I got the better on. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Whatever that line was. <laughs> M. Sounded like a newsflash. Impression. You're not in the same ballpark as Hove. I was always that guy too in Slaughterhouse. I'm a Hove guy. <laughs> I'm a Hove guy. <laughs> I'm biased, but I Sorry. never thought that M killed him on Renegade. Same. I think Nas just said that and then people agreed. <laughs> That's what usually happens. I think, like, I think I, I think I think M got him, but I mean, I, I also don't think that that proves you the better MC. I think they both. I think they I both think had was, amazing performances. Yeah. Talking about two different perspectives. Let's not, of a let's, white person and a black. But let's person. not even yeah. change where we're going. Let's keep it on. But why did he say that? Right. Wow. <laughs> That's important. I don't want to use just the word. Think about it. Y'all think about it. Just y'all think about it. Just y'all. Think, don't answer. Just y'all think about it. I'm just giving y'all where I'm at with it. Also, that line about me, the domestic violence shit coming from you is just like, it's just a little, it's a little. Yeah, it's a weird messenger. One, it's just a, a trash bar and diss for a really good rapper. You, M is, could do a better diss to you than that. And then on top of that, with Eminem's history, I know no one's going to say it, he's been accused of these things before too. So you think he'd be a little <laughs> bit sure. more sensitive <laughs> right. and think maybe I shouldn't be the one to say that. And then his fucking dated, uninformed ass goes back to his back to his big joker that's worked his entire career because that's what big megastars do. Now you're talking about Tyler and faggot, homophobic. Wait, shut up. Shut up, nigga. Newsflash, M. Cocoon, megastar man. The gays run the world. The gays run the world. They're not, they're not reacting like they did when you had TRL on Smash. Sorry, man. It's a different time. It's a different time. I was always saying that when I was confused as to why you never were aware of anything that was on the internet. I always think the niggas that ain't on the internet are going to get left behind. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So let me get back to my emotional roller coaster. Because at some point, MC Brain came back and had to figure, weigh some things. Because I have nothing to gain by rap, ever. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done there. And, and, and I heard a lot of people saying, yo, you got to get up for M, yo. It was M, M Center. But y'all don't know I've been feeling like this for a long time. So that don't really do it for me either. And he's desperate. <laughs> Not y'all. No, 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 no. First song, he comes out and lets, lets everybody know that he's a big megastar. And him even saying somebody's name gets them a whole lot of press and exposure. That's very telling, too. It's telling that you know that. Yet you spent your entire album calling names. <laughs> it's telling that it sounds like you didn't have anything to rap about at all until Joe's honest critique. <laughs> That's telling too. The mission is great. The mission is fucking. <laughs> the, do you remember the, the last? Do you remember the last line in, in Idols before the Seven Campbell beat came on? 
Something. Oh no, maybe the first verse. The last line of the first verse. Something about since I ain't, I ain't got the ain't got the reach to, to do, do it, it so let me reach who could do, do it. it. Right. Damn how things change hmm. from then. Now we reach everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, damn, I had a point that I was getting to before I just got thrown over. What was uh, I saying? M not having anything to rap about. Oh wait. Oh yeah. So that's really telling to a nigga named Joe too. That now you have something to rap about. Because let me tell you what my theory is. And has been for quite some time. I hate humans. Humans are viruses. We just suck shit. We just, right? Who said that? We said that from the Matrix, right? I would have sounded nuts saying this a little while back. So I never said it. Well, I said it to some people, but. um, Damn, where was I going just now? About what? What was we talking about? Remind me. About M not having anything to rap about. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Damn, that's like the ninth time I've asked you. Yo, all right, so back, bong. That's what this whole thing is about. No, no, M M having nothing to rap about, right? So back then, here's a theory. Here's a theory. CSI said you got to look for facts to support uh, theories, not theories to support facts or something like that, right? Thank you, CSI. Yes, that was a long time ago. Season one, Gil Grissom, one of the smartest men ever. Um, so So back then... I was saying, and this was my theory, my theory was, yo, such a great rapper and such a great, such a quick fall from grace where a nigga has nothing to talk about. I think, <laughs> I don't think the label cares about us at all. I think we're a, pra- a passion project. Yeah. But no, I'm telling you that that was an epiphany for me. Oh. One day. I said, wow, I think that we are like pet toys. <laughs> I, 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 think that, I think that we are here because of our great rapping ability. Who else would notice that but another great rapper? And here we are, but it ain't really about us. And then magically, I just started watching what was happening. Then Bad Meets Evil comes out. A lot starts happening. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that lends me to think, oh, shit. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, fuck. (laughs) And then I was married to that thought. We got to get out of here. <laughs> we got to get back to our sound. We got to get back to us. We got to get back to owning our shit. We got to get away from this nigga. That might be a hard sell <laughs> to these three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? To a lot of people. Yeah. But my theory was, oh, shit, we're the muse. We're inspiring him. Who the fuck is going to ever believe that? Nobody. Until there is no more Slaughterhouse. And then the next group. It's Griselda. Hmm. Right? That is the next group, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would be the next signings. Guess what? Same pattern. They've lost traction too now. Hmm. It's, it's all right. Y'all can say it. We love them. Mm-hmm. We love them. But I, let's I, call I, a spade a fucking spade. I agree. Them niggas' steam was rolling alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it rolling now? Definitely slowed down. But no, no, they doing shit on their own. Oh, yeah. Have we seen? They, that, they not you know I, mean, the, I don't think it's slowed down. It just there. didn't elevate the way it should have with a major machine behind it. Hey. They was fine on their own. So Great. I thought, so while yeah. I, and so, they both put out amazing projects and their merch shit be moving, but they have the machine behind them now and the machine didn't do a fucking thing. Yeah, you right. think you'd get a little bump. I don't even think M knew that Westside was even putting out an album or Conway. <laughs> He didn't know it was my birthday when he dropped. He didn't know shit. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't know shit. He doesn't know anybody. We never spoke to him. We don't communicate with him. We didn't exchange numbers. I didn't understand. He didn't wish Yo, you a happy 
Happy birthday. Listen, y'all joking around, but when the narrative was going around that Joe Budden is 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 not uh, trustworthy, Joe Budden is burnt the bridge, Joe Budden is doing X, Y, and Z, I was like, wait a minute now, hold up. To, to, have, to gain trust, you got to instill trust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck has the label done to gain Joe's trust? I'm not mesmerized here. <laughs> Nigga. You all on the album proving yourself worth taking credit for 50 Cent's arrival. Newsflash, megastar, man. You didn't choose him. Hmm. He chose you. 50 Cent could have signed with any nigga in the fucking universe. I was on Desert Storm. They sent him a contract. Well, not one, but I was around. Mm-hmm. I was on Def Jam. Universal. They sent him a contract. Mm-hmm. Everybody with ears sent 50 Cent a contract. Know what Joe thinks? Know what Joe thinks? I ain't really hear you with him until he was hot already. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear you with Kendrick until we knew Kendrick was Kendrick already. Rappers are stock options, people. So let me tell you something. Joe was at the label thinking the, the signs were on the wall long ago. Long, long, long ago. I was watching Kendrick very closely. I got to watch Dre's new baby. Mm-hmm. When I'm with Dre's old baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw a lot of money go to him once he proved himself. Know what Joe said in his brain? Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Look who's priority uh, now. Uh, 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 uh oh. Uh oh. That's around the same time that all, that slaughterhouse can't seem to get funds for support from Interscope. That's not a mistake. <laughs> the writing's on the wall, people. Who can't yeah. see these things coming? Who can't see it? Fast forward, Emma's putting out music, it's trash. <laughs> He's telling us it's trash. That's also on the album. Him, first song, him saying, yo, I maybe could have said the Trump shit a little differently. <laughs> hey, same thing I said. Why, why am I getting dissed? <laughs> right. Emma's on the album saying, hey, revival. It wasn't really the greatest. Hey, same thing Joe said. Why is Joe getting dissed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just stop me when I'm wrong. I'm off on a tangent here. I apologize to the people. No, this is work. great. This is great. Is it? This is I don't want to be too long. No, this is informative. No, no. Is it cool? It's cool. Okay. Um. So back to rappers being like, I view it like superheroes and stock options. So, so the writing was on the wall in Joe's brain in regards to M and just being on Shady. I attribute some of the some of the albums being whack. To Dre not being around, absolutely. Dre, yeah. Dre, Dre left. Yeah, Dre was gone. You guys, mm-hmm. that's important to note in the story. Yeah. Dre was gone. Know what happened when Dre left? Jimmy left too. <laughs> know what that says about the label? People figure it out on your own. Hey, know who else left from that fallout? Fifty left too. Fifty left too. <laughs> I'm yeah. just telling y'all what Joe's brain was saying while everyone was, you know. All those people left And TDE arrived Killed it That wasn't That wasn't important Um Let me go on my phone Really quickly here Oh So then when I started Thinking that To know what's coming In the future You gotta look to the past 
I thought about D12. Like, Emma's not the best businessman. Emma's an artist. You got to always be careful with artists trying to promote other artists. Yeah. When I went back to look at D12, and, you know, I can't, I won't speak on other people as their business, but something happened. <laughs> I'm sure the fans came away with something happened. They didn't really, we didn't see a great close. <laughs> yeah. Especially because their first album did really, really well. They had two really big records. Yeah, their album did well. Obi's album did did well. It's, yeah, it, it wasn't like something that they tried and flopped. It was quite the opposite. D twelve was very successful, and mm-hmm. then something happened out the blue. We didn't know, but they were successful. D twelve could be successful with the M formula, like Purple Pills and all that. Can't really work for Slaughterhouse. Right. Mm-hmm. This is when you was gonna have to adapt. Right. You was gonna have to change and show something different. And while I was going through all this shit behind the scenes, know who started beefing publicly? Yo. Oh, that's another nigga now feeling away. Hmm. Interesting. I started to feel like Emma's just coming and taking what he needs and going and doing what he needed to do. I can't prove that. I couldn't prove that to anybody. And when I finally felt like I had nobody else to fucking talk to, I did what Joe Budden has always done. I went to Booth. I went to Booth. This song came out what year? 14, maybe? Wait, no, this was before, so this is probably 12. It wasn't 2012? I think so. 13? 2013. I don't know if that's right. Savon, find out when On the House came out, the mixtape. Listen to Joe Button. You always have to get into lyrics. You got to get into lyrics. Listen to this verse. Thought we were defying the odds. I thought that we weathered the storm. I thought that we traveled the same road. I thought that we'd never conform. Thought we were defying the odds. I thought we weathered the storm. (laughs) Do y'all know what that even means? Yeah. There's a bunch of Joe Budden verses out there that are solely focused on the love I have for my brothers and my brothers only. There's a reason for that. Mm. There's a reason that I'm only ever talking about my brothers and those gentlemen. It's important to highlight because whatever tension exists between me me and my brothers solely exists because how all of us view him. (laughs) I just thought that the group could do better without him. I thought that we were better than him. I thought we didn't need him. And I thought that we could get paid from a very powerful brand that we created as an indie festival monster, not really as a major label hit-making factory. Right. See, being Eminem works great for Eminem. Right. Just not so much for us. Don't tell me you bastards tricked me. Don't tell me that I was just wrong. Cause now I'm asking it gets to me whenever we about to perform. That's a nigga crying for help, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm talking to the rapidly rap nerdy people. That's a nigga that who's had that is exhausted and has tried every other outlet. That's a nigga that has, has seen a wall at every turn. Don't tell me that we're conforming now. Hmm. I'm at the last leg of my career. Managers can manage at 70. 
Rappers can't. Yeah. Rappers can't rap at 70. So if there's some shit to be fixed, Joe Budden thinking he should fix it now, my nigga, because I'm on my way out. Like, I was clear. I was very aware I was on my way out. <laughs> I wasn't holding on. <laughs> I wasn't having fun. <laughs> That's not fun. Though we was about to heat up, it's taking a while to get warm. Whoa, M, that's to you, my brother. I thought we was about to heat up. It's taking a little while. Hmm. How can that be with the biggest rap star in the world? <laughs> you can't make it make sense to me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna continue here, but you just couldn't make it make sense to me. Let me give you the last part of my emotional roller coaster and the crossroads that I was at eventually in my head. That shit you spit toward me was trash. And I'm not getting out of my bed to respond to that. Just like I don't think anybody else should have got out of their bed to respond to your ass either. They should have just left you bored and mad like MGK said. Because what happens is, M, if you were paying any attention to your group, the irony is you're faced with now all the same things that we were faced with back then, which is how do we transition as the rapidy rap guys mm. in a new climate? Mm. We had songs coming at everybody. You said don't put them out. <laughs> or Paul? Funny you're doing all of those same things now. M, as, a, as another rapidy rapper, let me tell you some more shit. What happened was rap was born in New York. And it started out as the metric to being nice, being the metric for being nice as an MC was how nice you are as an MC, Right? What happened was the other creators that weren't so nice at emceeing, you know what they did? They created. <laughs> right. You know what was birthed from that? All of these kids. Hmm. Yeah, they couldn't rap like us. But we couldn't melody like them. We couldn't vibe like them. They changed structure. They changed sound. They changed Everything in music while you and Nikki and all the other superstars were busy being superstars. <laughs> Y'all had no, the rug was pulled from under you guys. Y'all had no idea that the things that made y'all a superstar were no longer working. Because these kids who maybe couldn't rap the greatest created some shit. Hey, when I had to let go of that resentment and that bitterness, boy, was I happy about everything. And I loved and welcomed a lot of people. When I preach about the young kids, it's just for them to be aware and have their business in order because they have full control, a control that we didn't have back in the day. <laughs> mm, right. That's all. So here you come angry at the kids. Yes, you're right, M. They can't do what you do. And Nobody you can't can. do what they can do. Right. You got the fucking audacity on that album to say you got no faith in the writers. You don't believe in ghosts. <clears throat> know what I thought when I heard that? The fucking gall, nigga. For 10 years... Nigga, we stopped having faith in you. Not writers. <laughs> Why is Safari calling me? <laughs> he just heard to me. put his, his input in. <laughs> Safari, I have to. Safari. <laughs> pass me this thing. thing. Pass me this. Oh, God, man. We're trying to be. Yo, I'm here listening to you and you 
interrupting me, bro. You're supposed to be talking. Uh, I was talking. I was actually in the middle of my podcast. Hey, podcast, what's uh, up? Uh, safari. <laughs> safari. I'm talking about Eminem right now. It's a bad time. All right? I'm going to call you back after I'm done. Podcast. <laughs> nigga said podcast. What's up? Hey, yo, Safari, Safari going to let yeah. niggas know he's Jamaican. Safari, <laughs> yo, Safari bought me a, a little uh, man purse for my birthday. A purse. Yeah, a satchel. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> it's European. I like, I like your Gucci. guys' friendship. It's Gucci. I'm, I'm going to wear it. You, he was trying to teach you how to dance the other day? Yeah, man. Well, because I asked my kid to teach me some of the young kid dances because as easy as they look some of them are a little difficult to do and like I'm intrigued by it so I asked well, my well, kid well you're taking the kid's side in this Eminem beef right now so now you gotta learn how to do other dances yeah no That's I'm true. with the kids Yo, so, <laughs> I'm preparing. So, so I'm talking to my kid because little does he know boy me and his mom used to tear it up on the dance floor his mom's a dancer I'm thinking he know how to dance guess what he can't dance for shit <laughs> He, he don't know how you. to do the fucking dances, so yeah. I have to ask Safari. <laughs> teach my kid? <laughs> no, to teach me. Oh, and of God. course, he knew how to do all the little stupid oh, kid course. dances. Of, <laughs> of course he did. Anyways, let's get back to where you were at. Oh, uh, what were you talking about? Eminem having the audacity to diss all the little kids. Yo, niggas when... don't have faith in your pen, M. <laughs> the nerve of Paul to come out, we weren't dissing Drake. Oh, you worried now, huh? Hey, you don't be pussy yeah. now. Yo, don't listen. you be. I didn't understand yeah, oh, that. Oh, man. let's play the fairy music, man. I didn't understand that. That bothered me. You can't be you can't be dissing Drake if you use the Drake song as like your fourth song. Album. Yeah, but it's at the same. Oh yes, time, you can. No, you be can. clear, he <laughs> was dissing Drake. Cannabis and L beefed on the same record. Who uh, was he? Who else good. was he dissing? He was dissing. Lie to me now. <laughs> lie, lie to me now. He went at Drake. Come on, of course he was. was Drake. He went yeah. at everybody. But Listen, he went this, at- this, this moment in hip hop right here is, is when Rocky cut the Russian. When he started bleeding. It's a change this is what guard. it is. Yeah. This is like, oh shit. Nah, I, He's I, human too. It's funny you said that. I, I, I think this is like Rocky versus Tommy. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Wasn't that Rocky Five? Yeah, <laughs> when Rocky was still trying to show show he had a little something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he still won the fight, but we don't care about that. That nigga Tommy, that white boy with them curls, was gonna kick Rocky ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, M. I know you don't know me very well, but not only do I think that a, a bout between you and I would end embarrassing for you, I don't even think there's a chance you would win it. I don't think there's one chance, and, I, I, and I'm being one hundred percent. Honest, so let me get to my the end of my emotional roller coaster because this is when I was at my crossroads. You big enough for me to respond to. <laughs> oh, for, for sure. They don't get much. But I mean, yeah. be clear, Joe has never responded to niggas because they were famous, because they were oh, yeah, big. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Like I know that that's how it's always looked, even with me and Drake. But I loved I loved him then. Like I'm gonna always beef with like address niggas that I love because that's when I have a lot to say. When I said M has been my greatest case study, I've been watching M since 1996. You got to be really careful, with niggas. That's a fan of yours. I have a lot to say, and for me to think that he is incapable of saying very much, I don't even really see how it's a contest. <laughs> I'm only not going because I, when I go. <laughs> Uh, 
I mean, there's a booth here. <laughs> there's a booth right behind us. Mic set up. Your engineer is right there. Y'all yeah. know me, right? Rory might not know me. Parks knows. I know you. Maul might act like you don't know me. He knows. Maul, what you mean? Maul knows. What you mean? When, I'm when, when, when I shoot, <laughs> I'm not just shooting at one nigga. <laughs> I'm shooting at every nigga I think <laughs> has an issue. And unfortunately, it's a few niggas I think got a few issues. So I'm chilling. The end of my crossroads was this. Do we reply to somebody who is, who is this big and famous, especially when we know our words hurt? Like, Joe's words meant Dumb shit's cut deep into a nigga that's already shown himself to be extremely sensitive versus a nigga who's numb to everything. I just don't see how it'd be good for you, and I do care about you. <laughs> well, I want to see it. I'm just putting that out there. True. I want to see the dance. Yeah, I'm ready. I'll buy tickets to that dance. Definitely. I'd wear you my know, best. But if I'm at, if I'm you know in why, Vegas, let me just say that I would put my money on you, though. You know why it would be a quick dance? You know why it would be a quick dance? I don't think he'd respond. He wouldn't respond. Yeah. Of course he would. He would ball up like a nigga do when he get punched in his fucking ribs by a nigga who has punched niggas in his ribs his whole career. And if you ask me, there was a brief moment in time where Mariah had the upper hand on you. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what was funny? I, that was one thing that I was talking about with the homies. I'm like, yo, who has M ever really got into it with? Hey, there was a moment in time where, 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 where a jawline, Everlast? it stung you a little bit. And Everlast had the smoke for him. I know you don't know about me. You better go check my fucking Carfax, nigga. You better go ask some niggas that's close to you. I live for this type of shit. And all of that rapidy rap, lyrical, miracle bullshit, any nigga who on it like that to think they wanted with me, I don't think you would fare well. I also think it's really corny when retired niggas pop shit about the, what they woulda, coulda, woulda done. <laughs> so, I feel like I'm in control of the rules here, M. I'm backed now. You're not so much. Paul is at Def Jam. It even looks weird when Paul is tweeting us about 2 Chainz's album. <laughs> Y'all don't think that's weird? Paul, who has stayed with his fucking megastar his entire career, not associating with anybody real fucking bougie with his act because he's the best act in the world when he's not the best act in the world. Oh, boy, you got a lot of promo for niggas, don't you, Paul? <laughs> it's time to show him proof. Hey, you know what I think is real funny, Paul? Before my Complex job started, when I walked in Complex and we sat down for the screening the first time with me and Act, know who I saw in Noah's office? You. Know what I said to myself? Why is Paul in complex? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's odd. Grady's cool with Noah. That's cool. Fast forward, Paul ends up giving Noah a job at Def Jam. That's awesome. Know what I said to myself? Damn, I think Roy should have a job somewhere. That's my opinion. That's my, that's my opinion. Nobody get mad at me. It's only my opinion. But I just thought it was telling. 
I'm taking a job at Complex, you up at Complex, preparing for the job that you about to take, back to stock options. Oh, shit, not only did Dre 50 and Jimmy left, Paul's leaving too. Know what that means? Megastar man got to come up from out of that cocoon and learn some things. Now we're seeing you try to adjust to the internet. Looks weird. You're not doing it as well as Will Smith. <laughs> you look like the old, long. uncool guy. Will Smith looks a little cool still. So, let me end this by saying this. Eminem, because I'm calling the shots here, and, and, and because I'm better than you, and because I'm back now, and because I'm empowered, because now both of us are rich. Hard to talk to rich niggas a certain way when you're not rich. But another thing I read is you'll never get rich if you don't act rich. <laughs> Boy, a lot of things I was saying back in the day sound brilliant now. <laughs> So you right, Em, all along your album, I hear you a common theme on your album talking about how you are not like somebody. I find that to be interesting because on Slaughter Mouse, I was saying how we're more like than we're different. Never got a phone call from you about that. That's odd, too. Little, a little odd. But now here we are. So let me end this with this. I know I've said this a lot. This is what I'm thinking, Em. I'm retired. And that bullshit that you spit was bullshit. Not getting out of bed for it. Now, you inspire me the way that my harsh criticism inspired you. You go spit something to make the superior MC, me, get out of his bed. Because domestic violence bars are not going to do it. And I'm not MGK. I'm not, I'm not just jumping at the chance to respond to you. I know what you and Paul are doing, my nigga. It's over. It's over and you know it. And the second I thought that you didn't know it, and the second I thought it's impossible for him to be able to pull some type of creative shit from niggas less famous than him, I listened to your album and Stepping Stone. You confirm it for me. You say, it's over, dog. I tried to help niggas. I thought in my head it didn't quite work out as planned. I'm not charting now myself. You tried to sing it, so you tried to hide it. You don't sound very confident. How can you also be that guy and then talk, talk about how you not like somebody? You right. You not like me, M. I don't move nowhere without my niggas. When I make a bag, my niggas make the bag. I'm looking around at niggas close to niggas. I'm not judging niggas as rappers no more. I'm past that. I'm retired, baby. I'm judging niggas as men. Hmm. What kind of man are you? Don't tell me on your album how much you love D12. When I look at Bizarre, he don't look like he's doing very well. Tata looks great. Tata's skin is glowing. Hey, Jay Brown looks impeccable. B dot looks rather, rather <laughs> lather. <laughs> hey, hey, all Jay's career, all you ever do is talk about all the other niggas he made millionaires. Let's talk about it, nigga. The nerve of you to fucking speak his name. You not like him, and you not like me. No, nobody. <laughs> We're not the same. Tata looks great. We're not the same. The bizarre look great. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Royce looks great Royce does look great I have I factored that into my thinking long ago more yeah. do you, you know that Royce I love Royce like a brother mm -hmm. outside of rap mm -hmm. fuck rap 
I've seen Royce put his life on the line for me. Mm-hmm. I've seen Royce put his his career on the line for me. Mm-hmm. Now, I, is it because he was stubborn? Is it because he loves me? Who cares? But guess what? Joe values things that way. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm never addressing Royce, ever. Anything I ever say, I'm not addressing Royce. But it puts him and I in an interesting spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. And that I won't talk about. Sure. That I won't talk about. Uh, oh, so my crossroads is this. In the event that you want to address me, nigga, you'll do it outside of your album rollout. Let me know that you mean it. Let me know that you really took some time out of your day to go in the booth and address another nigga when there was no financial gain involved for you. I keep saying that. And the second that you do it, I'm on your Hear me loud and clear. There we have it. I am gonna cut your fucking ass up. And I've been waiting, baby. I thought it was odd when I was asking around, sniffing around, asking people why you were always wearing Air Maxes, and the answer I got was analytics. Huh? <laughs> Those tests better? <laughs> it's the yeah, y'all y'all laughing at me? Is that a great? I, I I had the same reaction. It's the same way that uh, during the presidential election, the niggas will go out there and it's a big conversation about what color tie they'll wear. The therapist will tell you so, certain colors and ensue certain things and thoughts and feelings. Like that's why psycho people they put them in all white rooms. Presidents they wear I, I don't know because I'm not. Fact checking here, but it's normally blue. I know what you're talking about. It's the color they don't wear. It's the color they stay away from because it's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's part of the reason that I know Drake is such a scientist. Because megastars are scientists. They're not doing music. Mm -hmm. They can't. No. It's too much on the line, and they're appealing to too many different people. It's not about them anymore, and they're responsible for too much money. Drake makes a lot of money for a lot of people. M did too for a long time. (laughs) Right? Boy, my memory is bad. Anyway, I'm done with you, M. That was 101 minutes (laughs) to your ass. Get Froggy outside of your album rollout, and I'm going to learn you a fucking good one along with some other people. Mm. Period. Let's get some Uncle Charlie on that right there, man. Definitely need that gap, man. Let's get Uncle Charlie going one time for the one times. We're going to slow it down real quick. <laughs> Keep the potato salad cool. Hey. Uh, uh, thank you, Parks. Yeah. That's my jam right here. Hey. I told Spotify I need this record cleared. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Shout out to everybody listening to work. Welcome to the Joe Button Podcast. We are normally not that angry or aggressive. That only happens about once every four months. Get yourself a drink. We're still in good time. Good vibes out there, huh? M, you was dope when vibes weren't there. Like, <laughs> vibes changed everything, man. <laughs> this is part of the barbecue out there. Everyone fight and they're trying to keep uh, the party still going. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> hear no rapidy rappers when it's vibe time. <laughs> I'm letting this rock for a little bit. Sorry, Spotify. Hold up. It's our last week as free agents. Last week as free agents. Hey. 
It's when the pastor would say, look to your neighbor, to your left and your right, give him a hug, put your arm on his shoulder now. We feeling good. That nigga Charlie. Why does that work every time? <laughs> Why does Charlie make us feel so amazing? Can't be mad when you hear that. Can't not uh, have a smile on your face. <clears> oh, <throat> that was Charlie. great. That was a lot of fun. Well, I'm glad you got that. I'll kill way. him, nigga. What's wrong? Fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> I don't man, understand. You know, listen, man, what a rap, nigga. Oh, nigga. <laughs> listen, man. You know, it's like you said. And that uh, would be the greatest exclamation point on my career. <laughs> to just finish you. But off a of beef for a little bit. What I what I really think, and I'll say this in closing, M should retire now. M should retire now. I'm leaning I'm leaning towards that too. I thought he should have a long time ago. We don't even have nowhere like we want to listen to that shit. Don't announce it. Yeah, you can't don't play announce it. You can't just play go it away. At the function. Just leave. Yeah, don't don't announce it. Just, just leave. Just stop playing. Just get out of here. Just Irish. Or go exit. figure out something else. Bad meets evil me the rest of your career. Yeah. Because Royce will keep you in that pocket we like. He his legacy, I mean, the thing he is, his legacy is, his legacy is solidified. I know. So it's but like, the more he does, to. the more he tarnishes it. That's why I said he should have stopped yeah. six albums ago. Yeah, so just right. at this point, it's kind of like, listen, man, it's all right. We still love you. He could have Lord Hilda's. That's, <laughs> That's true. I was yeah, at now, the Eminem show. I was cool. <laughs> I didn't need no more. Yeah, he should stop now. He should stop. Like, go out with honor. Go out with honor By, out, by dissing out. Joe again Go out yeah. <laughs> No he don't even know That that's a problem He don't want He don't even know that <laughs> I'm gonna learn him though I'm, I swept, I promise you I probably him And some other people uh, But let's get to MGK <laughs> Yes <laughs> I don't have Let, the record Let's talk up. about it Duh. I tweeted The white rapper Vortex Is in fucking disarray yeah, And we need absolutely. MC Search To make some type of sense Yeah we do need Search We need Jojo Pellegrino <laughs> Like <laughs> but I'm so happy. Hey, but you know what though? I'm happy it was another white boy. I'm white, gonna tell you why. White on white crime. Cause white on white crime. Yeah, and, I like it too. and coming off the crazy G Easy battle. Yeah. I like it too. I'll be honest. I'll I be honest. It. I'll be honest, you guys. I like it too. I love. I love it. I love that it's a white boy that came out and said, "I'm sick of those sweatsuits and those corny hats." Let's talk about it. Cause I've been sick of those hats for a while. <laughs> I don't even know where you buy those type of hats yeah, at. I'm sick of him. A- He's fed up. Fed up. If a white boy from Cleveland is fed up with the look, <laughs> like that's your demographic. It's, it's right like, yeah. fam, it's it's so that's your core from audience. The same neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah, like I would that. That's why the MGK record was so dope to me because I couldn't believe it was him saying these things. I'm like MGK of all people. <laughs> wow, yeah. he had some bars, and it's a good record. Good yeah. beat, quick, nice response. flow, nice hook. I saw a few niggas mad that M, that. Uh, MGK had recognized M as the GOAT. I didn't see a problem in that. Why would he? Where's the problem at? I I didn't see a problem in that at all. Like Maul said, M should have cemented, or his place is cemented. What he's he's done is too great. Now, do some people want to say he has more bad albums than good? Of course. Would it be valid? Maybe. Maybe. It might be true. But, I mean, it doesn't change what he did last decade. At all. And, boy, did he perform. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's that's there already. If he get the fuck out of here, I guess one of the comments, or one of the sentiments in MGK shit was, "Fam, we you name a bunch of niggas that love you, <laughs> right? Like Tyler loves you, right? True. And you so in a bubble, you saying that Tyler's trying to be D twelve. I can't even believe that you credit that to D twelve as if ODB never existed. 
Right. Like, facts. <laughs> it's just a few things I'd be confused. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? What are you, do you really think Tyler, the creator, is trying to be like D12? Come on, M. Come on. Like, somebody has to say these things to you. Right. But that's the problem. It, and I shouldn't be looked at as crazy when I'm honest. <laughs> but it's because, it's because of. In like, business? But it's because of the bubble that he's in. You know, he mm-hmm. might really feel like that. Yeah. You know, it's not a, it's not, you know, I can't be mad if he feels like that knowing the type of, you know, bubble that he's been in for all of these years. It's like, I can understand why he would feel like that. Maybe he's, it's just certain things that he's just not outside for and to feel and to really know like, oh shit. Yeah. Like they have more of an influence on that than they did. But when you bubbled into your, just your circle, of course you're going to just assume that, oh, you got that from my man. Yo, and you know what the sad part is? And this is why I empathize with him. Let me say this, and then I'll, I'll get off this because we've been on this a long time. Other shit to talk about. Part of me even deciding to retire was based off of a lot of my conversations or a lot of the things that I was experiencing there, like some of the talks that I had with him. Because in my head, I was saying to myself, "This is the t- I'm look I'm face to face with the top of the totem pole. There is no greater as far as accomplishments, and he doesn't look happy." <laughs> Hmm. Not only does he not look happy, he's a slave to his shit. Not only is he a slave to his own superstardom, he'll always be in a position where he has to do it again. I was talking to a nigga who sounded like they had to prove themselves again. I was talking to a nigga back then who sounded like they recognized they needed a hit again. That, to me, sounds like running in place. If you're the greatest rapper in the universe and you've sold the most records in the universe, at what time do you find solace? Like, why, if you're always put in the same exact position where you have to deliver, that's not the life that I want to live. <laughs> it's a lot of I'm done. I'm done trying to prove that I'm the best rapper I, I, I believe it already. Like, mm. I, there's nothing I could do anymore. It's over. I have to, I have to stop. So I, I, credit, I credit him with a lot of that. It just wasn't somewhere where I wanted to live. I, want, I didn't want to yeah, That was scary to me. Damn, I had a point. Oh. oh, that was my point. I empathize a little bit because as an entertainer or as a creative or as an artist, you're always the last to know. You're the last to know when you're hot. The people are talking about you, deciding, determining that for you before you know anything. <laughs> you're the last to know when you're cold. You still think you on fire. <laughs> As an artist, you always have to be ahead of being the last to know. That's why I retired while I was still competent. <laughs> I'm, I needed to go fight a different game. That wasn't the game. That, that wasn't where I wanted to be anymore. That wasn't where I wanted to be. But we're going to get back there. Uh, we're going to get back there if niggas uh, act froggy. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, well, All right, let's get back to the shits. What else happened? And also, I really like MGK shit, too. I don't think M is going to re- reply to him. He's definitely not. He ain't going to reply to him. So that's what I'm saying, my nigga. Like, you got some other niggas to deal with before you just jump to the upper echelon of MCs after you ain't really been the dopest MC for over 10 years. Come on, my nigga. Uh-uh. No, no. 
No, 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 yeah. no. Almost 10 years ago, you was putting out an album doing the same thing that you're doing now, saying that the last album was garbage and this is why. I'm tired of that. <laughs> I'm tired of you coming out telling us why you garbage. <laughs> yeah, you just got to go sit down and be garbage. Honestly, oh, honestly, since you want to take the kick gloves off, go be garbage somewhere. Sit down. Chill out. Uh, all right, what else happened in hip-hop? We did Made in America. We did Made. We did M... Uh, we did more M. We did MGK. <laughs> wait, uh, should, should, wait, should G Easy be responding? He responded. Wait, G. Wait, wait, what? He responded to MGK. No, no, did he didn't win? Yeah, I saw it uh, this morning. I was listening to it. Oh man, it's getting uh, spicy out there on, <laughs> with the white on white crime. Well, not that spicy because it's white, but <laughs> I like a little white on white crime for it. Season, yeah, yeah, unspicy. It's a little yeah. salt and pepper. Yeah, yeah, spicy. yeah. yeah. It could pepper. use a little old day or something. <laughs> uh, I don't really want to hear anymore about that beef. <laughs> I don't either. I, I'm glad that it shifted over to MGK and Eminem. Um, let's talk about Colin Kaepernick. Let's. Great job, Nike. Round of applause. Great fucking Hold job. Yeah. Round of applause. Round of applause. Smart, smart job. Deserving job. So, because y'all two say that, what do y'all say to the people that say that uh, racism is a big business? It is. Are we judging Nike yes. for capitalizing on the business of racism? This is my thing with... Uh, Anytime there's someone, I'm not. anytime someone is too late to the party or shouldn't be doing something that is really a good thing, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I don't have a problem because even Cause ultimately it's a good thing. Like, yes, you might be too late. Yes, it might be from the wrong messenger, but it's still a good thing. And hmm. let's say that even is the case, it doesn't neg- negate the fact that now Colin Kaepernick is put in a position with people behind him. Right. When he was battling the NFL by himself. <laughs> right. So he has some money and some backing now. You can judge the intentions of the move, but my only thoughts is now Colin Kaepernick has someone with him. Exactly. Fuck what their reasoning was. It's way bigger now. Right. This case is heating up. Yeah. The, the case last week that we learned is uh, being allowed to move forward. What's that? Uh, Colin Kaepernick versus the league. Oh, the, For the collusion. collusion. Shit. Yeah. Collusion. Yeah. yeah. When uh, Goodell went went to whoever and said, "Yo, dog, dismiss that," and they was like, "Nah, dog." <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Nah, nah." I'd nah. like to meet those lawyers. No, no, no. That's gonna stay. <laughs> um, and by Na- Nike backing him, I would assume that there's a lot of people out there that believes he has a good ca- a good chance to win. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Don't settle either. For sure. Don't settle. Don't settle out. Don't no. Don't settle. Don't take what they offer. Fight that shit. I mean, you've been fighting. Keep fighting. Keep fighting a good fight. Cap's a hero, man. He is. 100%. Yeah, I don't see Cap settling. He's come too far with this to settle. Yeah. But that's why my stance is still fuck the NFL. Why? <laughs> I, because it, I, have to, I have to still stand with Cap in it. I can't, I can't just act like, okay, that was a moment that happened. Now I'm back to just support the NFL. I can't do that. Because the risk that he took and the limb that he stepped out on was too great. Like, so I can't just, because time has passed and now let him fight that on his own personal time and through the courts and all of that. Nah, fuck the NFL. I'm still, I'm, I wanted to still be visible that, yo, I'm still standing with this dude because I know how much it took for him to do that. Like, this, mm-hmm. he was fresh off a of Super Bowl, not mm-hmm. two, three years. Yeah. yeah. And let's point out, <laughs> I think a story was floating around that before he even did that, 
He went and talked to a military vet to find out how, how he should proceed. Yeah, and the, and the vet, vet said, said <laughs> take a knee. I, I stand with that. I, yeah, I'm, I just take a that. knee. Just take a knee. There's been a lot that will respect us. There's been a lot of vets that have supported said, him. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You're doing the right thing. This is absolutely. Why this is why we fought so you would have the ability absolutely. to do so. Absolutely. Which is why I have to still continue to be vocal it's, about my support. It's bullshit. Man. They're just trying to get us away from the actual reason why Colin Kaepernick is kneeling. Absolutely. And it has nothing to do with the American flag or right. the military or right. the war right. or what you guys have fought for. Right. Uh, I'll tell you what I did enjoy. I, I do enjoy all the fake Adidas ads. <laughs> Those are great. I, I, I got to be honest with you I guys. enjoy watching the, all the... The Kanye one was very it. funny. Oh, I love it. I enjoy watching all the white people burn their $30 Nikes. Wow. Yeah, they wasn't even burning the, the Kyries. <laughs> <laughs> they was burning the da dun da dun Nikes, man. You know, you got to make me believe it, white people. Yeah. No. It was burning the, the, the joints. You get, shoes. The yeah, the joints you get on the table at Dr. J's with yeah. the, the plastic between them. Yeah, sorry. You can't burn them. Nobody wants them. Yeah, shit, no, so, sorry, Carter. <laughs> yeah, like, burning some bullshits. Make it out yeah, of here. No, no way at all. Burnt those yeah. too. And they wasn't the freshest. They was dirty anyway. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You been burnt them shit. been burnt them bullshits. Mow the lawn, Nikes. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> run some errand Nikes. Yeah. Get out of here, man. But you run some errands. <laughs> run some errand sevens. Yeah. Uh, nigga. Errand Go pick up the kid eights. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think Nike gives a fuck that you burning some shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah. And I you still bought them motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, Nike don't give a fuck. What you do with them? You Let, bought them. Listen, corporate wars, man. I've, I've, I've. I've been talking about it to the people that are watching intently, but I love how, in my head anyway, somehow the Drake Adidas uh, rollout was foiled, and now Drake will do all in his power to dead Adidas. Absolutely. And Drake is powerful. True. I mean, the first thing he said coming off that whole shit was uh, checks over stripes. Hmm. First verse. Well, clearly, <laughs> even judging by this new him and French snippet that's come out, Clearly, he's not finished. <laughs> no. He's, he's not done. See, that's how these niggas beef, and that's why Jay is, is the greatest of all time, because he invented the whole business beef to me. <laughs> like, yeah. He was beefing with, with people, and you public niggas would have never known a thing. Right. <laughs> and there's a reason people have disappeared. Niggas behind the scenes, man. <laughs> That nigga old was beefing like a, I mean, not a business, man. I'm a business, man. <laughs> True. Let me handle my business, damn. I think it was frustrated when he said that, hit that damn. <laughs> Get out of here, beans. <laughs> Let me handle my business, damn. It's funny. Uh, damn, what was I just talking about? We We're got, talking about Drake, got uh, getting the Adidas the fuck Oh, out yeah, so now, so yeah, corporate wars. Corporate wars. Uh, Drake is taking the Kanye beef to another level because now this has turned into Nike versus Adidas. Hmm. So now the French snippet is out where Drake is saying, what do you say, Rory? I went on to the said, uh, 350s over here, yeah, my nigga. Said, That's not the wave. Keeping it G. I told her don't wear no 350s oh, around me. Aubrey's keeping it G. Yo. <laughs> or, let, let's talk about it. Aubrey is keeping it G with you. So first of all, when he sent Future somebody to get the squad of chicks, let's picture it. Because <laughs> it was a squad. It definitely was. For sure. It was a squad and the homies knew the one that Drake was targeting. Right. And then they came over and one Drake was targeting was wearing 350s. 
Ma'am, I'm going to need you to take those off. No, no. He said to her, yo, I'm going to keep it a G. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the exact line is how I pick. Yo, ma. Don't wear those. <laughs> yo, get her some. Get her some, <laughs> some of the OVO. Get her some flip flops. Get her some of the OVO J's, <laughs> please. I will not allow her to be in my presence with this filth. <laughs> right. You know Drake called it filth. Right. For, For sure. Because he's, he's cultured. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Such filth. I love petty niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all know that about me? No, I know. If anybody you are one. petty shit with you. <laughs> I'm not the only one. No, 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 you're not the only one. All right, time out. Quick, quick sidebar. Before you got here, Maul, Parks for some reason was watching Young Buck talk talking to his phone, addressing <laughs> something, right? Mm -hmm. And I was saying to myself, that's the moment that things all went downhill when real niggas had to start talking at their phones. Because mm -hmm. like we never figured out a cool way to do it. Mm -hmm. Like how do you make it look gangster to talking to the phone? Especially when you beef and, and all Yeah, and America don't care about men. So they gave all of the cool gadgets to the women to kind of help with, like, doing cool shit with your phone. Like the selfie stick. Um, the yeah, let me get away with it. The little circle. Yeah, the little right? The little sin yeah. has the, the little circle. The case that gives thing. you the great lighting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Was that the cheat code? <laughs> we can't have the we case We couldn't with the use lights. that. No, no, no. no. I wanted it. it, too. No, no, no. no. You can't <laughs> I mean, I wanted better lighting. Yeah, but you can't do that. <laughs> they, sold me my yeah, o they sold me my OLED TV from Best Buy by telling me about how the lighting was, wasn't in just one spot in the back. It was everywhere in the mm. back, and that's mm. why it's crazy. That's what that phone case did. Yeah. Yeah. That chick made a fortune and boogied on them chicks. <laughs> she ain't even got one on her phone. And the selfie stick. Bitches threw this shit away. Bitches started beating other bitches up with it. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so big, they came out with fake selfie sticks. Like, you had to get the official one. Yeah, it was called Elfie Sticks. <laughs> Take the, the $2 at the gas station. <laughs> yeah, it was at the yeah, gas yeah, station. It definitely was. Mm -hmm. Yo, a chick ever tried to get y'all to use this shit? The selfie stick? Yes, don't lie. Hell no. Asia nah. definitely tried to get me. Come on, it'll be cool. No, ma. <laughs> no, it won't be cool. It won't be cool. Hope nah. lightning strike that shit when he holds it up. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, okay, back to me loving petty niggas. Back to that fucking Drake snippet. Mm. I really like that when French and Drake call each other. <laughs> it's to diss someone? Yes. <laughs> As having been on the receiving end of that collaborative of, of effort <laughs> and as having mismanaged the timing of the responses and all of that, sometimes I go back to what if I'd have waited today to just put the fucking song out? I mean, then it'd have been on. And just put out Wake. Yeah, I think some people probably yeah, said that yeah, in well, your circle, but. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like. Yeah, I, mean, I don't listen <laughs> yeah. to y'all. I'm hard headed. You got to be hard headed to get to certain places, though. You're right. Like, you got to be stubborn. Even in all the shit I've been saying about him, about me being better than him. Like certain niggas, you just have to have that stubbornness. Like Kobe had to feel like he was the best nigga ever. Yeah, you just, you just have to. Um, where was I going? What was Pe I saying before this shit? Petty, huh? Petty people. Oh yeah, I love that they do that when they get together. Y'all don't like that? Who what? Fr uh, Drake and French. I mean, they, when they call each other, yeah. Drake getting off the spice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Spice is coming for to sure. somebody. For Common sure. me, Drake. <laughs> who with French? Right. Well, some about French just brings it out of Aubrey, man. Yeah. <laughs> and French be talking about bitches. Yeah, he French doesn't nobody at all. French be, be chilling, chilling with his tigers and elephants. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be so jealous of these niggas that they have tigers and elephants. I gotta go home and hug my dog. I want a tiger French. too. 
<laughs> French just want to smoke. I've been wanting a tiger. Chest out. When, back in my hookah days, I was like, that'd be dope if a lion was right here. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. No? I'd be terrible. Brooklyn's bad enough. I thought that would have been swag. Yeah, right. A lion? I'm glad he's chilled out. Why with hookah? You don't think a chick's would like a lion? No. Not really. For like two seconds. Chicks always like everything for two seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then it'd become a problem. Yeah, and then the other bitches yeah, get to it. Someone loses a hand or a finger or something. Uh, what else is really important that, that has happened? Uh, well, speaking of Kanye with the 350 shit, he, I guess, apologized. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Jesus, we got a whole podcast full of the spice. <laughs> it's been a spicy I, week. I forgot Kanye went back to hang out with his old friends. <laughs> is this Listen, the rebrand? Listen, man. The fuck <laughs> is this the rebrand? <laughs> Listen. Wait! What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't see all the bullshit that's going on out there. God damn it, we're here to tell you. But why do niggas always want to go home? Kanye, why? No, the go back home rebrand. That's his only option right now. He probably went to Harold's, got some chicken. Like he went all the way. Oh, you know he did the whole thing. Go back to Chicago. Yeah, but come on, don't don't do that after. I know they killed him. After everybody turned their back on you and consequences there. That's what I'm saying. It's funny when consequences. You going back to the squad Boy, like, them niggas on, is real man. niggas For just having open arms And yeah. loving their brother on, yeah. Loving their brother I, Shout out to black men Loving black men, man I did sh- Unconditional love Welcome your brother back Help him out I'm all for you guys' end Jesus I don't really Christ. think it should be marketed And promoted Until y'all get a hold of things Right not, That's I what I I don't think they're the types of market and promote it anyway They no, all, po- they all posed for photos. a picture oh, they did? Consequence didn't look happy about it He didn't <laughs> Oh that might have been just his face And I'm not trying to issue Consequence <laughs> If you hear this Niggas be listening now <laughs> My phone Con's ran. been listening to you no, And I'm just saying Niggas is listening My phone They don't ran. think that's scary That, that you, you never know who's listening I kind of like that that uh, should be kind of wild freaky when I be ass, out. Freaky no, I'm Bronx just saying, I, I like it. <laughs> First of all, Freaky Bronx nigga is crazy disrespectful. That's, really that's some disrespectful shit. Yo, Mystery yo this nigga freaky ass for them nigga. Freaky Bronx nigga. Yeah, yeah nigga. Get the fuck out of here, Cedric head face ass. <laughs> Hip hop was born in Cedric face ass nigga. Freaky Bronx nigga. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Uh, all right, well, what was he just talking about? <laughs> the rebrand. rebrand. Oh yeah, yeah, rebrand. yeah, yeah, yeah. You went back home. You can't go back home. I, I wasn't. When I saw that picture, I was like, all right, yeah, no. I, I know a rebrand when I see it. Knock it off. That ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna he work. Needs it. Ain't gonna work. Yeah, he got a new sneaker coming out. He got a. <laughs> That's he, what it is. Yeah, he trying. To that push nigga oh, gotta nah. go sneak Man. in Kylie's room. And find that Travis demo. It's in there. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, there's some shit. Travis it's got it's his drawer. Yo, he got his future wave in Kylie's room somewhere. You can get that shit, man. Yeah, better go get it. <laughs> you better go get it. Better go get it. How many more albums y'all think he got in him? Yeah, Kanye. He'll be around for a while. Yeah, man, he keep I, doing this seven song shit. He got ten. True. I don't think he's gonna do that. I don't think he's gonna, that, I think that was a, a Def Jam. As much as he keeps pumping move, like this yeah. shit worked no, and that, that he a, sold that well. A, that was a bad mistake, yeah. He knows all that shit was trash. You can't work. tell my homeboy M that. He loved He think that was the greatest album of the year. Yay? Yeah. Nah. Who, wait, who is your homeboy? We, we have this argument almost every day. His man, he M. The album Not M, of the year. M, M, M. Yeah. His man, M. He thinks that. He I don't think it was that terrible. It I wasn't do. terrible. I don't think it was a good album at all. 
It wasn't terrible. I'm only judging by Kanye West. It wasn't West a good album. By Kanye West standards, it was terrible. It wasn't a good album for yeah. Kanye West. No, it wasn't even the top 15 albums. No Mistakes no. is the only song I think I could listen to again. And I don't even listen to that. Whichever the one that had Charlie. And that's because Ty Dolla is singing his ass on it. I love him. Yeah, Todd Dallas on here. You can't do no wrong. Yeah. Um. Did y'all? Of course, y'all saw. Uh, well, did Maul and Joe? Do you accept his apology? No. No. Because I know it's only because he's trying okay. to sell something. It's, now. Yeah. I'm. I'm not rolling yet. Either the flip flops, the big, the flip flops he's trying to sell, or the new, the new. So you don't think it was genuine at all? That no. he feels like he hurt black people. Nope. No. No. Okay. Because I don't feel like he really apologized. Number one. Well, he didn't say what he was apologizing for. I know, he just I thought, said, I'm I thought sorry. all of that was bullshit. No, he went up there with his crew and said, you know what it is. That's his apology. I think he need to go and get with his people that, that he love and that love him and that have his best interests at heart, all of those people in that room. I feel like they, they fit check those boxes. And he shouldn't be seen or heard from until something Shit's occurs. Yeah. Like, we have to stop hearing from him now. And that's okay. That's fine. I'm more. He got to show. I, I got to just watch him. I got to see his action and his movements and listen to him. And that's how I'll know if this is sincere. But just because you went back to Chicago and went to a radio station and got some of your uh, crew from the beginning of your career with you and took a picture, that doesn't say that you're sorry. I think to him. John Monopoly is managing him again. Yeah, yeah he, he went back. He the pressed the reset button. It's the rebrand. Yeah. I'm not mad at that though. I'm not if mad at. Her, I'm not mad at a rebrand. But and if it's genuine, it's. Right, it's the reason for it. It's like you yeah. only Kanye only speaks to us when mm-hmm. he's trying to sell something. I don't even. Uh, that has to be the first time he was back in Chicago in how many years? This whole shit that's going to Chicago with all this violence, I haven't seen. And and I could be wrong. Maybe he's doing shit behind the scenes he doesn't want to make public. Right. I don't know. Right. But I'm just saying I haven't seen anything of him being in the streets, being on the grounds, talking to the youth, doing this, doing that in Chicago ever. So. I mean, don't try to just sell me the new Yeezy and go to a radio station and say, yeah, I worded it wrong. I shouldn't have said it like that. You didn't word it wrong. Because no. I have sandals to sell. No. Word. Yeah. Don't, I'm, I'm not. You more than worded it wrong. Yeah, I don't care about sneakers that much. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Damn, now I'm sad again. <laughs> what you sad about, man? It, it don't matter. I'm gonna fix it right now. <laughs> what you sad about? Yeah, why y'all niggas keep making me sad? Nah, uh, man, that wasn't a sad. I got fit. Yes, it was, man. Because I, I like those sneakers, but nah. <laughs> right, Do you like the Japanese uh, sandals? You gonna rock those in the crib? No. I can see you in those. I'm sure this is kind of cool right there, though. You could see me in those. Yeah, shut up. It's your swag. I would wear them. If they weren't buying Which your heel Over the back of the sandal Well Kanye said That that's culture <laughs> That's right okay. Japanese culture But wow. culture yet and still mm-hmm. So listen Homeboy from the Cosby show What was homeboy's name? Jeffrey? Not Jeffrey The neighbor Osborne What was the nigga name That was caught bagging up the groceries And the picture came out And everybody was sad Because we loved that nigga On the Cosby show And now he's bagging up groceries There's nothing wrong With bagging up groceries Yeah man I hate well, that Well it this. depends where uh, He's bagging groceries uh, up at yeah, he was at a Trader Joe's, right? It's a solid supermarket. Trader Joe's is hard. I would fam. work there for the discount. Wait, all right. Smells great in there. What? Finally, a conversation of some substance. Yeah. Where are we ranking Trader Joe's in the uh, boutique market? It's up there. Because it's yeah, not it's... too bougie, but it's still better than the. They got cheap one. Trader yeah. Joe's. Trader Joe's is, is up there. It's top yeah. three. They got fancy soap. Yeah. That's it's top three. Like anywhere where you could buy some, some almond milk and fancy soap. Right, their their cookie selection is 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 ridiculous. 
Yeah. All so right. So what? What's, they, what's they number one? That was crazy. Huh? What's the number one grocery store? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you would probably have to put Whole Foods up there. One hundred percent Whole Foods yeah. is up there. Yeah. Publix, maybe. Publix is really good. I wish we had a fucking Publix. Yeah, Publix. Publix. We already brought this up before. Which one? Uh, oh yeah, still, Wegmans. Still got to stick to our, our roots with Sea Town and Key Food. Absolutely. You go in there and get that old chicken if you want. No, what? <laughs> no, no, what? What's the shit? Yeah, just over? keep taking that stick off that chicken and putting a new one. No, on. what's That's the cool. shit over here where you got to be a not Sam's Club? There's another one over here where you got to be a. All these. Yeah, it's Costco. But those are like nah, warehouses. Man, like, you want mayonnaise for the next two years. You know, <laughs> yo, like, funny, that's fun. the problem with the BJ shit. I, I bought a jar, by the I bought a jar of mayonnaise out of Costco's, and that shit is still in there. And that was 09. <laughs> yeah, it's still good, though. Yeah, it's still good, though. Still fresh. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm the nigga that wants mayonnaise for the next two years. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I was raised to believe there's a few things that. I'm judging you if you don't have in your household, and mayonnaise is one. Sure, garbage bags is on there. Wait, dishwashing detergent. Oh my! I mean, Hold palm on. olive or some shit. You ain't yeah. got that, my nigga. One, uh, two ply toilet paper. You ain't got that. Come on, fam. Like how we living? Right. Yeah. Like, you got to spend the extra dollars on things that matter. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. thin toilet paper ain't it? Fam, go to Costco's and strap the fucking. Uh, two years of mayonnaise to the top of the trunk and go home. <laughs> yeah, you got to clear out the whole trunk for that big yeah, ass yeah. Man, yeah, make a second trip, go back and get the rest you of your stuff. You start asking niggas if they want sandwiches for no reason, like just to get rid of that <laughs> Yo, trunk. You I'm, want a sandwich? I'm, uh, I'm the nasty nigga. I'm going in there getting the mayonnaise and a little 32 inch for the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a gross cart. That, that that's, is a a gross, that's a gross shopping cart. That's cart. a nasty cart. Hey, wait, you ever tried to be the nigga to get one over at the register? Like, use your dad's Costco cart yeah. or some shit? <laughs> Boy, is that a nerve-wracking time. Yeah, like, nah, this ain't, this ain't true. Yo, uh, when you was born, my G? Yeah. I'm like, uh, blah, blah. This ain't true. Get out. Yo do, me a, yo, do me a favor. Put the mayonnaise on the TV back. <laughs> the yo, put the, put the mayonnaise the back in 32 on the TV. Yeah. The TV back where it belongs. That's a sick-ass shopping cart. Funny shit, you could do the register at Costco's. It's the, the, a cop waiting there for you, yeah. too. Like, I dare you try to take the mayonnaise on the TV. <laughs> the TV. Like, I dare you. <laughs> a nigga getting the mayonnaise and TV in the same day is crazy. What the fuck is going on with that list? Your mayo, I need a new TV. Yo, wait, where, you, where you going, bro? I'm trying to run out to get mayo and a TV. <laughs> Yo, I know, I know y'all laughing. Y'all gonna be so bad when y'all go to make some shit. Ain't no mayonnaise. That's <laughs> nah, true. That's, yeah, because but you know what? You know what the thing about mayonnaise is? You know when you're running out. So it's like you nah, got time, but you, you know, got time. Ain't no, 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 because you, you can't nah, see it through, nah, the, through the jar. Sometimes it looks yeah, like no, it's full. No, no, no. Black niggas feel like they could get the edge of the butter knife to last another week. Get the bottom. If you really, yeah, you gotta really. What? Yo, that's smart. Why we never thought of that as black people? That's white people always use a spoon. That's the that's the that's white the sense of yeah, white people of figured out a few things before us the spoon <laughs> apple pie. The spoon. <laughs> yeah, white people they they, they weapon the choice of spoons. That's what they use. <laughs> I mean, it's a versatile uh, utensil. Yo, y'all don't remember when I was running around trying to figure out, I was trying to figure out stereotypes, right? So I know all the black stereotypes because I'm black. I think it was Rory I was asking about, or Parks, like what would be, the, what's some of the white stereotypes? Like I don't know what, peop, what society attaches to white people. I think Parks is the one that told me apple pie was one. Yeah. <laughs> 
For sure. Tuna casserole. <laughs> Tuna casserole. Like, definitely one. <laughs> what white people got? Y'all ain't got potato Pickles. salad. Your pumpkin pie. <laughs> yeah, y'all ain't got pie. Shit. We got mad pies. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all cherry pie and pumpkin yeah. pie bacon motherfuckers. What y'all, yeah. Yeah. y'all do? A I can see group. why white people was mad. Yeah, I can see why. We was over there with flavor. Yeah. <laughs> y'all got pumpkin pie. We got sweet potato. Like, hey, 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 People love sweet potatoes yeah, too, they, but they, they try to make it. They try to call it something yeah, else. They, they, they fuck it up yeah, and they just go yeah, and they just make it with the pumpkin. They like, listen, let's yeah, just stop. That pumpkin. ain't pumpkin, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, white people definitely go to the black house and try to slide the pumpkin yeah, pie between yeah. the sweet potato pie. Like, yeah, no, we move. know the color. Get that out of here. That's pumpkin, my nigga. That ain't sweet potato. Get that off the table, my yeah, nigga. That's, yeah, I love my white friends. Though. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of funny. We have a lot of dips too. Oh yeah, y'all, y'all some dips. No, yeah, nah, y'all do them dips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's y'all, very y'all social in the community. We can yeah. all come together. That's why yeah. I'll never understand racism because we need each other. We do. Yeah, we do. Like you I think, think I want to live a life without dips? Yeah, we I can't. No, live I, without I think rice rice could get us all together. Yeah. Rice could rice save does the world. Bring us all together. Yeah. Yeah. Like people, every culture. Rory, stop doing white people shit. Or you can't claim rice. Hey, I'm saying every, white people definitely cannot claim yeah, rice. We, white people rice. Is I'm awful. saying we everyone in the world loves rice. I'm not saying who you're is right, but don't try to claim it. Give them, give them their props. <laughs> give them their props. Give the Spanish people their props. Who are trying to take rice away from niggas? Yeah. I'm not. All right. I'm, I'm saying you bring us all. We nah, all love rice. Y'all take America. Now y'all want to take rice. These niggas gonna take it all. Y'all took America. Why you gonna try to take rice? Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I'm with Rory though, man. I love rice. Fuck them niggas. Everybody Every single rice. culture eats rice. I'm yeah. claiming it can bring rice. us all together. Yeah, I agree. I'm so trash. I love just white ass rice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but white people rice is different. Y'all, yeah, y'all, nah. y'all, y'all just take butter and put it in white rice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's trash. That's rice. bomb. I like that's butter trash. in my rice. Nah, not white rice. Yeah, nah. I can't remember the last time I ate just white rice. I get it. Well, you don't eat some Chinese food. No, I eat rice. You don't eat just plain white rice. I'll get some sesame chicken. You got some white rice. You got some white rice. Some stewed chicken sauce on top of that or something. Just white rice and butter? I'm not eating that. That's how you Just know. by itself? Yeah. yeah. That's how you know somebody. <laughs> that's in, a poverty meal. Yeah. Sure. Definitely that's definitely. You tripping. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I'm at, a, I'm at an age now where I don't have to yeah, eat that. Like, no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. Reheating white give rice. Give me some rice and peas, some yellow rice. Like, you ain't going to get just give me plain white rice and tell me put some butter on that. <laughs> yo, yo, oh, yo. Ah, yo, Maul is so funny. That was a Yo, I love when I remember something about Maul. Oh, God. Here we go. Yo, you know what, Maul? I'm sitting here listening to this nigga talk about stew chicken and all shit. And I'm thinking to myself, I say, yo, Maul is, you know, you can just tell when a nigga got somebody in his family that gets super busy in the kitchen. They start talking about shit like stew chicken and shit. All this shit that <laughs> Maul just said. So as I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking about when I lived with Maul. Maul definitely used to dip out on a holiday and be like, yo, I'm going to my sister's house. You want me to bring you back? <laughs> <laughs> yo, I'm going over to going, yo, yo, You gotta make it yo, rounds. I'm going over to moms. You want? You yo, already know how yeah. moms get down. <laughs> you want me to bring something back? I, at least I'm like, yo, I will bring something back. Mo, I want you to bring something back. Yeah, yeah like, so I ain't gonna say that guy. I'll bring something back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no, nah, when moms cook, I gotta break bread. Yeah, nah, I gotta, I gotta break yeah, bread. Yeah, my more family could cook a little bit. Yeah, no, nah, I'll, sure, I'll even sure. give you the foil on the plate. Oh yeah, for sure. I appreciate that. Yeah, but then it's finicky. It's a little phony because Mo know what his family could cook good. So now it's only like a little bit of greens. <laughs> it's like a corner of greens. Like, come on, Scraping my nigga. Let me, let me see. Let me see the greens go first. Let me see your plate. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, I was looking at your Instagram IG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like my play. Yeah, this play yeah, kind of now, now I got to be the duck nigga to steal my girl greens. <laughs> <laughs> Put it all in one plate. That's a fact. Before she see it. That's a fact. For sure. And then yo, even before she yo, goes, yo, your girl gonna let you get it. Yeah. You gotta get it from her. Yeah. All right, come on. Let's get back to dissing niggas. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get, let's get back we, to dissing niggas. We, we went off on a food tangent. <laughs> and I'm having a blast. Well, speaking of food, uh, what happened? I don't really eat breakfast. But oh, speaking of food, oh. damn, I will beat you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this shit is here, man. You food, nigga. Anyway, all right, now what was you saying? I know, so we know. I caught your, uh, your little interview. I, I caught it too You know I don't know if anybody else caught it I caught it Rory did you catch it? I did Okay Right, did, right when did. it dropped actually Because I support my friends mm. And I couldn't wait to see Joe Talk about his new venture With the Breakfast Club mm. Mm. That's interesting Last night <laughs> yeah. I tossed and Young Viv Were you on an emotional roller coaster when you saw it? Were, no. were they fickle? Were there your feelings no, everywhere? No, no, no. A little shiggy action? Not at all. <laughs> shiggy action. <laughs> Not at Yo, all. I'm so tired of Shiggy being everywhere. I need Shiggy to go home. Shiggy. Shiggy Yo, why was Shiggy in Philly playing ball with Rory and Meek? <laughs> <laughs> Shiggy, Shiggy can't ball. Yo, come on. Game, hey, man. Shiggy, hey, I'm not this you, so don't come up to me and try to stuff me. But Yo, so you just watch niggas sometimes and be like, damn, that nigga moving around. I'm tired watching him. <laughs> Did you him. see the latest one of him at the Drake show? That motherfucker was trying to come up with new moves. <laughs> he was <laughs> jumping. Right. He was sliding on his knees. Shiggy, right? like, Shiggy has to snuff Aubrey. Honestly. <laughs> he got him out there doing the dance like... You, it's tough to do the same dance every night, man. You got the hit song to rely on. Shiggy. I'm up here just dancing away. Shiggy gonna do that shit every night if Drake and has him. and Shiggy as he should. Shiggy used to that Vine six second shit. That song is about three minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Can I make a confession to you guys while we're sure. on this topic of fucking niggas with internet fame? You know what I be doing now? You know this page I'm glued to, and I get mad at myself for being oh, glued man. there. Oh god. <laughs> I'm playing Revolt. They keep posting these niggas. I, I, I followed them. Wasn't the kid the whiz? You know him? I don't know that is. Nah. I might be saying it wrong. He just does a he does a bunch of tricks with his hat. <laughs> like, <laughs> sounds pretty cool. <laughs> no, he'd be killing that shit with his hat, man. You I'm following a kid that does tricks with his hat. Uh, it's called Showtime. It's on the train, like yeah, them niggas. Hey, ah, <laughs> you know kid nice. the whiz. You know kid the no, whiz. Like, they be on the train. And they be bot. Oh, all right, no, bro, I know. You, I know they be on the train. Well, but yeah, no. Nah, one I, of the I, guys that be on the train, he has a. Oh, he's famous now. I'm not saying famous, but Instagram account. They 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 right. they running around dancing yeah, everywhere and they getting get that shit off. Just get on the A train between 59th and 125th. Yeah, yeah. but I, I see seven I be, of them guys. In, in but I be watching real life. Homeboys, uh, girl is pregnant, so like they be doing a lot of the cute dancing, hat flipping to her and her flipping the hat to him and as a nigga that can't dance Couples go. I'd be glued watching that shit I'd be like, hey, <laughs> wish I could flip my hat to sin <laughs> That would be a hilarious video of you trying to I fit it in a fedora Man, sin ain't gonna catch shit <laughs> I wish I could flip my hat to yeah, sin Yeah, I wanna flip my Rock Nation sin hat Sin that shit hit the ground, like the fuck are you doing? Are you no, sin gonna try to sing, I'm gonna flip my Rock Nation hat, she gonna be trying to get a deal <laughs> <laughs> She gonna catch that shit and start singing <laughs> Uh, do I want to kill Rory about that Jay Z picture some more? No. It's up to you. No. Nothing you could do to kill me for that one. Yeah, I don't, True. I don't blame you. Yeah, I want a picture with him. You're Hope. just jealous, yeah. No, I, I want to kill you about that Breakfast Club interview. All right, that's, so, that's so let's, talk about, let's talk about it. 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 
I still Y'all don't. saw it. Y'all y'all saw it. Niggas had a little spice for y'all. Cause y'all whack. Yeah, I let but, niggas talk. I let them no, say I'm what glad. they had let me, to say. Let me say something. I'm I'm so glad you let that just go. Like you didn't stop anything. I'm I'm thank you for that. Because I, I wanted it to go exactly the way it did. Well, what am I doing? Yeah, so so what can I do? So on thank somebody? you for that. Like you gotta play these corporate wars. You yeah, gotta let no, no, people no. rock I get on it. your platforms. I, I get it. I yeah. get it. I, you know I understand, but it's so, just like let's I, dissect I will it say, a little bit though. Just just for starters. So y'all watched it? Yeah, I had to. Yeah, we were here to support our friend. Let yeah. me let me let me just say if anybody, but, yo, is, Joe, we could Maul and I could be replaced by anybody, and this show is successful. So I wasn't expecting anyone to talk about me for twenty five fucking minutes on right. an uh, interview. Yeah, was that sad? That was sad. Yes, that was sad. Yeah. That was it. You guys are not professional. So, athletes. so that's I'm I'm a little curious. I don't believe that. By why way. would you talk about somebody that could be replaced for that I, long? I certainly don't think that I'm the only it's, attraction listen, here. here <laughs> thing, the thing is, this is the thing, right? I love when it's a I thing. I. <laughs> I hope there's a because everybody's things. asking, telling me, yo, you know, you said the Breakfast Club was oh, okay, cool. So yeah, you got to respond to that before you can provide I, absolutely. smoke. Absolutely, because Charlemagne did tell me to tell you that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, this is the response. When I said the Breakfast Club was over. Did I mean that the Breakfast Club would no longer be on air? Did I did I think the radio station would be empty? Did I think that they wouldn't be on YouTube anymore? No. When I said the Breakfast Club was over, I meant their impact is not the same. Nobody looks to them for information and the cool shit. That's what I meant by it was over. Those the, the, that the the lore that was there at one point is no longer there. And Charlemagne would respond to you by saying they're syndicated in eight hundred markets no, and all but, this but other shit. See, tough. when a nigga start going to numbers, you know what that tells me? What? You reaching? I don't care about numbers. I know when I walk outside and I ask niggas when the last time they watched the Breakfast Club, they can't answer me. I know that that's one of their one of their most highest viewed shows as of recently because you hot and you on there. So what does and, that say? And, and let me point out to any of you people out there checking the velocity rates that Joe was providing out here. That was a million in a day. I'm not the numbers guy. No, but they're the numbers. But <laughs> no, but the I'm not the numbers guy. Rate. They're the numbers guy. Because I just learned that. Oh, okay. they're, they're, they're the numbers guy. I just learned that in ad world, that's important. Sure. Of course. Yeah, but that, how fast can you hit certain benchmarks? But they they play the numbers, which is why. They invited you and anybody else that goes viral. Well, no, they said I was contractually obligated to be there. Uh, of we course you are. By, by uh, of course you are. But what I'm saying is, I'm addressing it meaning that it's over for that. It doesn't have but that. What, what do anymore. you have to say to Charlemagne when he says, when he talks about the difficulties of doing and some of the pitfalls that you face trying to do something for eight years in a row? They've been rocking for eight years. Salute to that. I, I salute that. I'm not like, saying at one point they weren't hot. I'm saying now, today, it's not the same. Nobody ain't checking for that like that. That's all I'm saying. And that's not a knock on any of them. It's run its course, though. So now the people are looking for, they're looking at new channels, new areas now. Like, okay, we get it. We know what that is. Like, salute. Yeah, but they still here rocking. Like, it's not over, That's what you over. say. And that's you, what you, you say. You say it's over, over. I say it's over. Impactful. Impactfully. It's over. And then Charlemagne said some other things he would never sit down with me and Rory because we're inexperienced. Charlemagne, you've sat down with inexperienced people before. In fact, you've given inexperienced people an opportunity. And every nigga's inexperienced until he gets experienced. So what exactly was you trying to say right there? Yeah, when he said it in that tone, I didn't take that as a slight at all. 
I, 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 think, I think why this works so well is because we're a bunch of friends kicking it that are inexperienced and don't try to do the radio bullshit. This is it goes back That's to important it, to say. It goes back to what Joe just That's said. Important to say. So I, I, don't, I don't understand your tone. Niggas can't rap like M. So we're gonna find another way. Right. I can't interview like it's a similar parallel. Larry King. I can't interview like Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm trying to do. Right. But you ain't going to yeah. tell me that I can't sit down and have a conversation that people are not going to be entertained by. Right. I've, been, I've, been, I've been having conversations my whole life. <laughs> I don't need experience with having a conversation with somebody. I know how to talk. Right. But these yeah. industry niggas, they'll make it seem like their job is more difficult than it is to keep the real cool niggas out, though. See, I know what that play was about. <laughs> mm-hmm. He understand that there's new cool niggas coming into this into this area. So now it's like you're gonna try to put these walls. Oh, you know, you inexperienced. Why would I sit down with you? Oh, you was inexperienced at one point, Charlemagne. Hmm. Why would somebody want to sit down with you? Hmm. And I will say that's one of the things I big up Charlemagne about is that is the fact that he gives chances to people that I love that are not experienced. I love that. So and, him saying you, and but you can't it's not really on, it's not on his side. You now. know, I couldn't really say it up there, but and I'll let Rory speak more to this on on when he sees fit. But like, you can't say some of the things that you were saying, Charlemagne, about my niggas and then your niggas be your niggas. <laughs> but this is that's, what I'm that's my thing. All right, Charlemagne, I have no issue anyone ever saying honestly. Let's they, talk about it. I have no issue with any black person saying they don't want a white person to talk about the culture. I have no issue with that at all. But I do keep that same consistent energy because you've been doing that very fucking thing since 2014 once a week. Curse it, that nigga, Rory. It's hypocritical. And maybe he was joking. No, but see, my thing but is... But it, it, it makes no sense. You do it every single week. My thing is, I just don't understand why Charlemagne has a problem with me or Rory or whoever being honest and being, you know, brutally honest at times and saying what they feel when that's how you built your name at the breakfast club you were the honest but guy but when did he you, say he had a problem with y'all being honest no but him? that's what it is because I said that his shows was whack on MTV too I know what the real issue he has I know what the it ain't about me saying the breakfast club is over it's not about that he didn't like when I said that the shows on MTV too were trash but my thing was if they weren't trash they wouldn't have canceled the show all right, so let me and let me play devil's advocate. Sometimes shows get canceled for other reasons. Trash shows get canceled. Great shows don't get canceled. And if they get canceled, it's not that quick. Okay. They'll have some years before it's like, okay, we kind of lost the steam, so. I never judge a nigga for, for trying and failing. I'm not mad at him for trying. I'm not mad at that. I'm just saying that wasn't it. You can't take dudes from the computers that you think are cool online and then put a camera in their face and then when it doesn't translate, it's like, damn, we really don't got nothing. That's all I'm saying. Like, it was a great, cool, you gave niggas a shot. It, it missed. I'm not knocking them for giving nobody opportunity. I love that about them. I, put niggas on. Give niggas a shot. But then don't sit somewhere and say, you're not going to sit down and have a conversation with me because I'm inexperienced. <laughs> I've sat down and had conversations with greater people. Mm. It may not be on the web. Right. <laughs> but you yeah. walk in some of these rooms, same niggas you salute and you dat. Oh, me and them niggas kick it all the time. Right. Mm. I'm just not a camera in the face and, and take a picture with a phone ass nigga. That's not the game. I don't play that game. Hmm. I don't and, play that and game. And this podcasting thing, for at least us in this new genre of like rap podcasting, we're all inexperienced. This is not radio. Exactly. This is completely different. We are all inexperienced. Mm. I never wanted to be a radio dude. I'm not trying to be a radio dude. Rest in peace, Combat Jack. 
Hold your head, text on. Right. We in an era where we're all inexperienced. But that's the beauty of this shit. Yeah. <clears throat> cool Herc was inexperienced when he created hip hop. Mm. When he threw a party in Cedar Park. Mm-hmm. He was inexperienced. You understand what I'm saying? So we're gonna get we're gonna talk about this inexperienced shit because I, I, I know the games that dudes play with well, you, you not you don't got the experience. You got, how much experience does it take to sit, to sit down and have a conversation with somebody? Where do well, I go for that experience? In Charlemagne's defense, he does do that very well. I'm not saying he, he does. does. But you're not gonna tell me that I'm inexperienced. Right. Because I don't do it on camera. Well, no, let me be what the first first one to say when I was trying to short Maul and the money I felt he was deserved, I was rather shocked when I looked at the amount of time he's actually been on his pocket. I can't short him. <laughs> <laughs> like he's been there. <laughs> like it's been over yeah. two years, man. Like gotta pay him. So speaking- <laughs> that's experience. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like it may not be as uh you know when I got my start at Hot ninety seven in in nineteen and did you whatever, have and you did whatever, a great job with that did you was, have experience yeah. before that I no I had no experience at all it took a lady with some foresight and vision to say yo I know you've never done this before I know you can't do you I know you have no experience but go jump behind that mic I think you'll body this shit and that's what happened you can't do anything <laughs> until you do it true. Fast forward to how many years later and rap really ain't what Joe's doing. It's broad, broadcasting. You got to be careful with people to get you away from what your fate is. Yeah, and, 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 and you know, and let me let me just be clear. I don't have any issues with Charlamagne. I just want to put that out. I see yeah. people online. No, no, no do I. We gotta be, I don't have Just have to address with, what was said. I just didn't, I didn't like that inexperience word. Because to me, that inexperience word is you trying to downplay what me and my friends have built here and what we're doing here. Don't try to and, downplay and why that. it works. You, I don't. I don't. I don't care how much you try to throw that inexperienced word out there. You can't downplay that. I, and, you know what I mean? Mom, like people, people stop mom, me in the streets and let us know what we doing that they love it. Let me interrupt you. I'm for cool a with that. Let me interrupt you for for a minute. Because uh, the same way that people are real excited about the extra markets that that they're in, like in this country, like, we're we're global. Here's another thing. Here's another thing. Like, here's another thing. I know you're real excited. Let me shut up. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's real. I'm just being honest, man. So I'm just, I'm just burying that, man. I don't have no issues with nobody. I love everybody. Y'all thought Listen. I was bad before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so outside of Charlemagne, I was going to tell the whole Envy story, but I'll keep it short. Don't be spicy, Roy. Because he, well, he lied. It's salt and pepper. Envy said I was mad I couldn't go up to the breakfast club mm-hmm. Envy me and Charlemagne laughed in our DMs about the whole thing because mm-hmm. we had no idea what the fuck you were talking about and then Charlemagne asked you the question you didn't even know what the fuck you were talking about oh you're never going to the breakfast club now don't want to <laughs> breakfast is overrated I'm telling you I love breakfast I'm mad I didn't and eat and why I thought I was comfortable in hitting Charlemagne to go up to the breakfast club we, you just saw me in LA and got me twice. Oh, I'm hitting a gunshot for Rory on that one. Anytime a nigga hit the you just saw me. Twice in LA. At the Capitol party, me, you, and Lenny S. Oh, yo. Next day at the Beats ew, party. Ew, y'all was at a Capitol party. I'm going to get to that point too. That's nasty. But whatever. Rock out. Envy, I heard your white Kappa comment. You didn't Ooh. say that because of the white part. They told me what happened in Hampton. Mm. I'll leave it at that. Yo, anytime a nigga refers to a story none of us mm. know about, oh. <laughs> I'll give a gunshot for that. I'll give him two. Is this that, fraternity that was, beef? That was three or four. Just fraternity beef. 
I wish I knew something about Kappa's. Like, <laughs> Me too. That sounds. That sounds. <laughs> <laughs> we so stupid. <laughs> Yo, Rory said that. Rory put some zest on that one. That's how I know it's a. That's a bar. Yeah. If I knew something about Kappa's, I would know. Envy knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Only Envy needs to know that I know. Mm. I don't need to tell y'all. Oh, you and I know what's going on. Pac said that. That's, but you know what? And I think you wait, should know what motherfuckers time is out. just teasing and being disrespectful. Wait, we was out. teasing you for wearing a white jacket on The View. Along with the rest of the world. <laughs> Where are you from? You know when someone's being disrespectful and just teasing Is that you. what he was mad about? I think. No, he said he was mad at more. I don't do that. He said the he other thing he was Rory mad at, said I said he was. Zesty before. No, I said Envy was the A mic of the breakfast club. But when it comes to interviews, we just want to hear from Charlemagne. <laughs> anyway. Envy, you shouldn't be that sensitive. For someone that's replaceable on a podcast, right? Yeah. That's what and, so why are you in your feelings well, over that? In your defense, I don't think you're replaceable. I don't think I am at all. I would hate to replace either of you. I think it would be trash. There you go. Well, I love you guys. I, I just wanted to speak on that. So this, I don't have no beef with nobody. And contrary to whatever Charlemagne said, that nigga podcast is about to be dead in about a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, I, the writing's on the wall. I can see it. I, I, love, said, I, I love you, Charlemagne. I, but I, you, you and Andrew, I can see it, bro. <laughs> I, I, I said that I'd and nobody addressed that. that. I yeah, love come on, you got to come clean, Charlemagne. I said come, it was over for come, that. Come clean. Your body and your radio career, career your body and your author career. You got to just come clean now. You pick the back holes for your podcast. Andrew ain't it. We we, I don't want to hear your white friends talk about hip hop. Don't talk about my white friends. My white <laughs> friends is kind of thorough, my nigga. <laughs> your white friends a little finicky, <laughs> a little, 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 little bland, little bland. But shout out to Andrew. Um, now, all right. once Charlamagne got that book thing, which was amazing. But once you become like a New York Times bestseller, you're shifting in your career. He'll be rich forever off that. He can write books forever now. That's why I know the podcast isn't at his top priority because he's doing so many other dope things. Oh, speak, speaking of that real quick, let me re- rewind. When I was talking about the Cosby show, dude, I failed to mention that Tyler Perry has given him a job. Huh. Who's Charlamagne? Boy, that's hard. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. No I don't know if that was the right sound effect. Not but. Charlemagne. Fucking uh, <laughs> the Cosby show, dude. Oh, like Jeff Owens. Yeah, Jeff, oh. Jeffrey. Jeffrey Owens. He, he gave him a job. I thought that was super great. I thought that was really dope of Tyler Perry. Yeah. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, that, yeah, I want to say that before I forgot that song. Oh, I'm done. Shout out to both of them. I like both of them. I grew up on Envy's mixtapes. All right. I'm love Charlamagne. Shout out to Angelique. He's, he's an associate. Uh, see, I start with love. You guys end with love. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was always. I didn't have no uh, problems with nobody. I never had problems ever. <laughs> I, I just like, didn't like that. I just yeah. didn't like that that bar he he wrote. I like my way better. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I like, bar. I like starting with love and then, then turning up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lastly, well, maybe not lastly, because this has been a long pocket. Goddamn, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. <laughs> Had some shit to get off my chest, guys. Uh, power finale. This this weekend, right? No, no, last weekend it happened. That was the very last episode of Power. No, no. Oh no, no yeah, it's, it's coming up this weekend. This weekend. This weekend. Yeah, yeah there's only one left. One left. Yeah. One left. This weekend coming up. <sighs> Can we talk about Insecure after we talk about Power? Sure. I'm, I'm starting to learn some things. Okay. Go ahead. Talk about Power. Uh <laughs> It's over. <laughs> yeah, man. I think it's over for it, Power. It, I think it is. It is. I've been saying that for it two is. years, but. It is. I'm not. I'm yeah, but we held on because we love. I'm not so tuning. I won't. I won't be tuning back in. I won't. I, honestly, I'm not. No, I'm done. Yeah, I, don't I, don't even, getting, I don't care about ghosts. I don't know if they're getting eight bucks a month yeah. for three months from me again. Yeah, yeah I definitely mm. I called files. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how I get this shit off my TV? Yeah, you're James St. Patrick. <laughs> the 24. Oh, uh, that reminds me. You know, I was trying to figure out how to unpay some of those only candy girls. <laughs> 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 What's that little site they be using? 
Yo, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> I, had to, I had to follow my mistake on some of this shit. My mistake. Oh, y'all know. bitches ain't giving niggas their money worth. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, I'm following this bullshit? <laughs> You ever right. unfollow some pages you followed on like a, uh, on a horny moment? Oh, that's no, that's my, that's my shit now. It's cool. Well, the that's next, how they get the you. next morning, you're like, yeah, oh, I'm like, what the fuck? Man. I don't like this report, page. this is fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Spam. <Yeah>. This is <laughs> inappropriate. <laughs> hey, Bank of America. That backdoor Sluts 9 was not yeah, me. Yeah, that wasn't me. Oh, that wasn't yeah, me. I have no faith in, um, I have, I have no faith in Powers Finale. Mm. You know, I, I think I don't, I'm with you on that. I'm cool. I don't. I'm, I mean, I'm, definitely of course, I'm going to watch coming, it. Though. Of course, I'm going to watch it. Of course, it's a new season coming. I think by the time 50 puts out whatever BMF shit he's putting out, I'm not never watching Power again. I think everybody's preparing the writings on the wall somewhere. I think somebody knows that they maybe only got one or two more seasons left. They'll kill off all the characters that we love, and that's going to be the end of that. Take one season. Or they're going to kill off a lot of people. They're going to close this out maybe next season. There's not even so, so many more places you can take the drug dealer story. And I'm certainly not watching Tariq take over the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> if nah, y'all niggas think I'm if watching... If that's really the future, that show is definitely... I mean, if y'all think I'm watching perfect shape-up head-ass Tariq <laughs> take over the town... <laughs> perfect shape-up. nigga has got a perfect shape-up and no bass in his voice. Now, I'm not listening <laughs> to you and you're not selling drugs. Go home and do your homework. Shh. Fuck out of here. You can say, teach uh, me the fucking business, ghost. Yeah, no, I nigga. Said, who is this the nigga? Fuck? Why is Ghost not punching him in the face every episode, yeah. every hour? Teach me the fucking business, <laughs> yeah. Ghost. Tasha want to break something up. Tasha, if you don't get the fuck out of here. Uh, that's our power report. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is our power report. Yeah, we just be mad at shit. Yeah, that's our power. I've been all week looking for shit to be mad at. I'm um, mad. At, I'm mad at. I'm mad at Issa, man. I'm sorry. We just got why. No, because no. she killed. Listen, she killed Lawrence the whole last episode. Where how you kill someone in the show? He got to get his shit together. He ain't this, that, that. Issa, you got a four twenty five credit score. You sleeping well, on your ex boyfriend's couch? Yeah, she been a bum. You driving lift in the show? Not Issa. I don't understand why she uh, sleeps on someone's couch when she has two jobs. Fam, I'm not even dating She's... a chick with two jobs. When I get <laughs> I'm not letting a chick sleep on my couch. For I need two to months. see you. But I'm just saying, how she killed Lawrence? Cause he ain't have his shit, you know what I mean, all the way together. And look at you. I think it's I think it's a good representation of women. I think Issa Rae's writing women perfectly. No, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> hypocritical. Not, I'm not. I'm not gonna say that when it comes to finances. And I'm gonna fight Rory saying it because fucking. Um, I do know. I do know a, a community of women who feel like black women are being misrepresented on Insecure just by how unsuccessful Issa is her character on the show. Well, Molly oh, is very successful. Two jobs, niggas beat and leave. Like, you're not really showing. <laughs> well, there's, 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 Mo- Molly's character really, is very successful. I know some chicks like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do too, but I'm saying I know some chicks that, that feel like that's not really an accurate depiction. No, of, but I think the other characters are. Yeah. They, they have characters on there that kind of like, you know, you can't cover all you got it, yeah. Women, but yeah, Sex in the City they, did the same thing. Yeah. You have to have characters that relate to every, all walks of life. But her they, best think, friend I, is a lawyer. Yeah, her, Issa has that. I think that show has that. She played Truth to Truth. Uh, I, I saw that. You saw it. I saw that. And she got a she. Come on, fam. You just met a nigga and you jumping in a random pool butt naked with him. Maul, I've watched you do that with mad chicks nah, in no, total. You no, you have not. You've jumped in no, the pool. You, you just teaching swim. You chicks how to swim. That was with somebody I knew. Yeah, but come on, the swim just, lessons. This was, a, this was a customer in her lift that she bumped into like on the street, and then an hour later she's getting naked in a stranger's pool with him. That's, you think, the, you think that's that drivers be bagging? I think that's why. No, it's swag, but that ain't happening. You niggas lucky I'm, I'm you niggas lucky I'm not an Uber driver. I teach y'all about dirty macking. 
Oh my god! Y'all go ahead and keep putting these chicks in Uber. I'm gonna be right go. there in the Con- freshest of, of V's. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be mad when the Maybach pull up? Like, hey, wait a minute! This said Honda CVR. <laughs> no, niggas, Joe. <laughs> I'm dropping her off. <laughs> That's funny. Um, y'all, we, no, we should film that. I'm joking around, but I've definitely got. I, I, you never uh, sent a chicken to Uber, and then when she got home, she told you about how the nigga just was trying to bag her. Yeah, of course, of course. a real yeah. nigga. I'm never mad at that. Go ahead, beat. She was, I said, she was, <laughs> go ahead, a girl, beat. A, a yeah. girl told me how the Uber driver was texting her the next day. Yeah. Oh, it happens a lot. Yeah, it happens a lot. They said he lost something in the car. Yeah, nah, nah. Homie was getting straight to it. Like, yo, so we can't go to lunch. I'm That's like, a nigga oh, nah, he wild. That's nasty. He wild. Like, he That's about crazy. to get written up. They about to take his Uber light. Uber? Yeah, they about to take his Uber light out his car. Like, give me that Uber light. Or <laughs> funny how go ride for lift with your nasty ass. <laughs> yeah, funny how niggas feel safe over the most bullshittest of things. Like the car pull up with a fucking perfect stranger in it, but it has a big U on the windshield. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Chicks love be it. Good. I'm at- yeah. <laughs> Chicks be feeling wild safe. He got mints. He got hand sanitizer. Yeah. That nigga got duct tape and rope in the trunk, too. Like, what you talking about? 100% that nigga's the bone collector. Yeah. they like, yo, he was, nice. yeah, he was nice. He was nice, Bitch get in the car and fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, why we not JFK? <laughs> <laughs> why we not there yet? <laughs> this isn't the way. Yeah, no. Ma, we, you're, not, we there. you're not making that flight, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> Turks have to wait. <laughs> Bitches love Turks. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna get fired Holy before shit. we start our job. We are. Uh, I, that's everything I wanted to cover. This is a long ass podcast. How many? How much time is this? Uh, like two I don't know what one sixty three is, but it's a lot. Up. I'm cool. I don't give a fuck. A I don't give a fuck about shit. I'm gonna tear Eminem ass up if he say something crazy. <laughs> Right out of retirement too, and I'm 100 percent confident I could do it. I, I, yeah, you fuck me. I love this shit. As you should be. Yeah, let's do it, but not for DV rhymes. No, 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 not domestic violence, sensitive times. It would have never popped off if the fucking uh, Me Too movement and all that shit was alive today. I'm surprised they letting him rock out now. You better watch your mouth. <laughs> it's dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous up, out they there. Dig up old tweets. You can dig up some old M lyrics. Oh, Listen, tweets. Like, oh, full oh, album. Tweets. None. A lot of that shit is desperation. Desperation, pure swinging for the fences, and that's why I'm confused. Because when you get into the guts of the album and the album title and the concept, Kamikaze, Kamikaze, what? Everybody's alive and well. Hmm. Everybody's excellent. Who did you kill? Who did you? What suicide mission did you? What plane you got in and crashed into enemy targets, and then everyone blew up because you were suicidal, and that's the way that nigga. (laughs) Well, it was a suicide mission. Man, if you get the fuck out of here, you alive too, nigga. Shut up. Fucking kamikaze. These nuts. That's fine. Right, that's kamikaze. All right. What are we at? All right, I'm finished. We got sleepers. <laughs> we we got sleep- missing me? Fucking kamikaze. Kamikaze. Yeah, <laughs> I think we covered everything. And if we didn't, they'll be back next week. You can listen on Spotify. Uh, next week, again, do remember, next week starts two episodes a week. Wednesday and Saturday, Spotify exclusive for the audio, staggered 48 hours later, video on YouTube. Uh, so that's important. That's happening next week. Please. Spotify is also free, guys, for one of my mentions complaining about that. There is a free service. You just download the app and you hit play. Yeah. Same as SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah, people didn't. I don't, I don't know why people didn't know that already, but whatever. Uh, but become a member. Do that shit instead. Yeah. But there is an option. <laughs> Or you can listen for free. 
I know. I think uh, I told somebody that. They were like, Man, I ain't listen to no fucking commercials. Give me a code. <laughs> give me the code. <laughs> yeah, give me the code. It's where I got mad codes in my bedroom somewhere. Uh, <laughs> Ian sent me that free Spotify for life shit. Yeah. <laughs> I sent that to the whole hood. They shut that shit down right away. <laughs> oh my Jesus, man. <laughs> We're never going to get Yo, I had mad people say, yo, that shit don't work no more. Uh, damn. They're my not- bad. <laughs> We got fired. If you get us fired, I'll be mad because you sent the fucking shit to your Jersey City buddies. <laughs> um, all right, so sleepers. I think that's everything, right? Savon, did we forget anything? Let me look at my phone. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Uh, tonight, part two of the Bobby Brown story on BET. Yes. Uh, I would tell you about part one, but that was last night and we're recording now, so I didn't see it yet. <laughs> I assume it's going to be pretty good. Jesse's behind it. I fuck with yeah. Jesse. I mean, they smoked a new edition one, and it's the same kid. Oh, that who, was out of here. Who played Bobby amazing. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. There's no reason this won't be. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. I want to see uh, young Bobby. Who's playing Whitney? Great. So now this dude going to be running around for the next year thinking he's really Bobby. Yep. Doing shows. He'll be at the next five VMAs. He'll be at the next four <laughs> BT yeah. Awards. He'll present. Yeah. He'll win. He'll do everything. Um, that's fine. Uh, yeah, so watch that. Check that out. You youngsters wasn't outside and Bob Brown's rocking. Um, and I used to have a question about what better album, uh, 8701 or Don't Be Cruel? 8701. I'm 28, so I'm going to 8701. Yeah, 8701 was a better album. I'm not rolling with that. You're not rolling with a better album? Then, then uh, Don't Be Cruel? Yeah, it was a better album. No way. Way better. I have to go back and listen. Don't Be Cruel was only nine songs and every one of them was a hit. Pull up Don't Be Cruel. Uh, Savon, please. So, <laughs> if if we're rocking with Illmatic, then we're rocking with Don't Be Cruel. <laughs> you pull it up. Yeah. Can you read me the track list? Every Thanks, song wasn't loading. Every song wasn't a hit. <laughs> so you don't loading. have it, Savon. Thanks, Savon. <laughs> Appreciate it. So you don't have it. <laughs> Thanks. Let me just play the sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Brand new Yay Ali, brand new Yay Ali. This is called T-shirt interlude. Love when the R&B niggas take an amazing song and make it an interlude. <laughs> nah, I fuck with this song, Evan. Me too. Shout, shout out, out to Yay Ali. <laughs> Out of all them girls, you're my favorite one So won't you drop down and show me something Charlie, she told me she want that, oh yeah Two red bones in the backseat, they go both ways On the mic, get on stage This your showcase, see that that's gon' rotate Girl, that's not exchange names No face, no case, you my whole thing Three-piece suit with the rolly on if your old nigga see me, he can stun it on Baby, put my t-shirt on Got the white shorts Girl, you showing up Baby, put my t-shirt on Got the white shorts Girl, you showing up Tell me where you wanna go And I Book a flight for the night just to get you by my side Cause sex is a sport I'm gonna start down south and head up north Let me know your desires when I quench your fire That's been burning for so long Just hold on All my meetings yeah. postponed Yeah, yeah, yeah Body of a goddess Is that still my shit? Know you've been through ups and 
From Yeah Ali, that one is called T-shirt interlude. I bought it, so I don't know where you can find it outside of buying it. <laughs> On all DSPs. I had to hit Yeah Ali and say, "Nigga, put that out." Well, actually, wait, Spotify, you can get it. That was the other thing, man. I did this. Oh, let me shut up. Shut That's up. probably a better idea. I've said enough. <laughs> I do have more to say though. <laughs> That's funny. All right, uh, Mo, you want to go? You want me to go? No, go. you play your emotional oranges shit and get it out of here. <laughs> that, that shit did numbers. You know, what kind of oranges we got this week? Yeah, no oranges this week. These ones. Took, took a break. These are numb. We had enough vitamin C. <laughs> Clementines this week? Two weeks. Yeah, you got Grapefruit. Some oranges, oranges that aren't <laughs> feeling Clementines? Things. Yeah. The Clementines coming to the stage. The Clementines. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, all right, so I'm going to play Roy definitely use regular featuring Epsom Walt <laughs> Anderson royalty. I'm here to show What did you say? See, I knew he was going to play something that had a regular Epsom salt feel. <laughs> <laughs> he don't have no lavender or nothing. No lavender. That's funny. <laughs> really want you to look like a star You must be famous, I need to know who you are I'm a king, so be my queen i never seen you in my city So proceed, tell me what to do, baby She said, I'm wrong
Hakeem featuring Walt Anderson Royalty. Good record. It's dope. I like the name Wolf Anderson. Walt, it's Walt Anderson, but Wolf Anderson does sound kind of fire. Yeah, Wolf Anderson is hard. Yo, that's, Walt. That's his name. Walt, you got to change your name now. I'm sorry, Walt. <laughs> I'm going to play, uh, this is new Jack Margiela. This is Bacardi Blues. She fire, you know Faded when low New Jack Margiela Bacardi Blues Shouts to Jack Margiela It's a good record man That shit was Yeah hard. fuck with that shit That shit, that shit was super hard um, I'm gonna kill this nigga man <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want It's on your mind Joe I know I keep saying that But Oh god Go ahead and jump Please 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 he's Please not going, he's not I know he's not to. I know he's I know he's not But 
just another reason that, that we're not alike. Like, niggas thought that all that time I was dissing niggas back in the day that I was really doing it, trying to clout chase. But, nah, some niggas is just really with the shits. We just really enjoy rap beef. I'm so, oh, I love rap beef. Especially when I know I'm better than the other guy. <laughs> I got him. It's I'm a confident you. thing to know. No, he ain't saying that. Listen, lyrical, miracle, spiritual, chemical, individual. No. 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 <laughs> No. Not this hour. Hey, you say that to Joe. Joe just going to buy some mayonnaise on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going to stop. I'm not altering my day. No, not, not doing that. Um, so that was really good. Again, let me remind you, next week we are Spotify exclusive. This is the last one. I'm so glad that we gave y'all a bang. I'm so glad that somehow we just ended with a bang. These niggas keep throwing me pitches right over the plate. Like by mistake. <laughs> just, Underhand. Yeah, they just keep shooting the price right up. And I understand. He said that's the first song. Yo, I'm talking to me saying your name. Shoot your price up. And then you just, uh, whatever. Uh, so next week. Next week. Next week. Young we will Spotify see, you, boys. see you guys next week. Young Spotify boys, I want to shout out to all of the stories that will break tomorrow and the rest of the week. We'll get to y'all. I'll be real happy next week when there's two because then I won't feel like we're ever missing something. Ever. I feel like y'all can go ahead and break the stories on Wednesday. I got y'all ass on the weekend. Um... <laughs> And that's it. Shout out to y'all. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Any last words, last words, last words? Last... A lot of spice today. It was a spicy, yeah. We were spicy today. Water, I got my this might have been our spiciest podcast in a while. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> it's Every, been a while. Everybody came in here with spice. And I, yeah, I thought more, more well, don't warranted. normally, I was talking about you buying your back. More don't normally retain the spice. <laughs> like, if he's mad, or not mad, but if he's feeling spicy on Thursday, normally when we come in on Tuesday, he ain't really, it left a little bit. You kept it today. Yeah, I had you to. you kept it. It stayed. It yeah. stayed. And Rory, yeah, Rory got snuff somebody now. <laughs> I believe you got just hit one of these niggas. We ain't gonna put. They was every one of my mentions was blaming me for the M disc because I didn't snuff Logic. And if I would have <laughs> snuffed Logic, that M album would have never happened. That's valid. Yeah, you would have restored some order. In there. <laughs> M shouted out every nigga in the world except for the niggas that signed him. <laughs> All right, man. We'll see y'all next week. Spotify exclusive. And, and Crook and Joel won't tell me that they friends. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> we out, man. Peace.